This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Bro gang, we are joined by the princess of prosthetics, the dame of disability, a true Twitter's titan, a.k.a. Jill Slander, the queen of coding. She's got plenty of prostheses and plenty of feces because she says shit on the haters, the top dog of tokenism, admiral of annihilating ableism. She's got Twitter fingers and titanium legs, Pasha of the pen. She just passed the crash test way. She's going dummy on the timeline. The prima donna of pants, your favorite prestige follows, favorite prestige follow, writer and artist. Sophie Health. Sophie, how the hell are you doing? Oh my God, I'm blushing. <laughs> Stop. I'm literally this, bright red. This is why in-person podcasting is oh so my preferred God. because we can then see the actual, you are flush. <laughs> have, have this oh ice cold Topo Chico. We are in my beautiful home here in Greenpoint. Yeah. Shout out to Jimbo. <laughs> it's um, gorgeous. Sophie, the first thing, well, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you for Thank having you for me. This is great. This in person so we can create some fucking nuclear content. First thing we want to do is a fit check. Okay. And the choice for you when you walk us through the totality of your outfit is you can start top down or you can go bottom up. Let's do bottom up. That correct. is the correct answer. And answer. you're also the only person that has ever been allowed to wear shoes in James. Oh, I didn't ask. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's cool. No, you know, stop, stop Asian hate. Uh, you know, it's cool, you but... fucking dickhead. No. I'm trying. Because <laughs> yeah. well, she, she, I'm not to give it away, but she wore the Wallies like Clark's me prefer, you know? I yeah. did, in fact, wear the Wallabies. We got some uh, tan Wallabies today. Some maple? What is the term? Maple. It's maple, maple, right? It's, maple it's slade, like the, which is like such bullshit because it's not maple. Like, it's not tan. maple. It's they're like bait. it's tan. What yeah. what color would be maple? Like a little, I don't like even a, know. A, 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 like, like maple a, leaves are red. Or like a burnt syrup. It's like sand burnt maple syrup. syrup. They're sand yeah. suede. Sand suede. Sand the classic right. low top, always preferred versus the 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 mid top. Did you opinion. prefer? Did you uh, develop your preference for Clark's in, what, during your time in London? I did actually. I had a friend who always had these absolutely absolutely banger outfits and she had these Clarks in like multiple like primary colors mm. and like oh, I'll wow. still look at her Insta stories and I'm like oh, okay you look good today <laughs> you look great I feel great the question that I have for you specifically about Wally's is you keep the tag on I keep the tag on but what is the thought process there is that like a little subtle flex is it because it just feels fresher that way what's the thinking it kind of feels fresher that way and also I just kind of never got around to it Honestly, like lazy, like, I'm just whatever. like, you know what? Like, I don't want to like use my finger to take it off. Like, you're I think the kind, you're good. the kind of kid that like you get fitted for new shoes and you're like, I'm wearing them out the store. Just Entirely. Like, exactly. yeah. They're already I would, on. I would literally be yeah. like, mom, like, can I go to the dressing room and change into these new pants? Right. I literally just bought so I can wear them out of the store. Exactly. I was that kid. Yeah. Every, Entirely. every parent's worst nightmare. Yeah. It's like, damn, okay, so I'm spending this money and you're going to fuck them up. And now I got to exactly. carry around these fucking, you know, dirty ass pair of shoes. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like they put the shoes in the box, the old shoes in the box. Yeah, that was entirely me. What socks are we rocking with the Wally's? We have Sophie. got some nice brown Target socks today. Mm. Do you get a lot of socks from Target? Actually, you know, they have some basic colors that go with like everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm Tar-J not going to. if you nasty. Target. Exactly. <laughs> um, so then I guess I'll go into the legs, which have like literal pink rose gold covers on them. Right. Oh. So your legs are jaunts, which is something that no guest on this podcast has ever had the fucking opportunity to which flex. If people don't know this about you, I guess uh, what, the reason why we're talking about your legs is going to be confusing and we're not going to we're not going to clear it up just yet. We're going to get yeah. into it. Yes. Um, but wait, so you are you able to customize your prosthetic legs? You can get the craziest shit. You can get the craziest shit. Like basically these are like covers that go over like the little metal bar right. and they're like 3D printed. They're completely custom fit to the leg. Okay. And you can choose like any color you want they had like huge swatch but you can also get them like laser cut oh wow okay. so all these crazy ass laser cut patterns 
like to get it literally like, like, like really like, intricate uh, shit. Uh, like a, a drug cartel uh king's gun like yeah. how it's like metal like metal etching or like off, literally like, like off-white quotations in you my could get like whatever you want like legs yeah. i saw someone with like an owl on it and i was like okay go off <laughs> was was like it was it so affiliate it was literally just like i was like why'd you put an owl on your leg I'm like okay go off but <laughs> You can so are also, these like do you change them out for the season or like what's the vibe there? Um, you just get one pair. They're actually kind of expensive. Okay. So I was I've been thinking of going for like a slate gray, but I do like the rose gold. It's kind of like iPhone vibes. It's, it's yeah. It's very. I feel it's very regal. Yeah. It's like it's like I like after my accent like. I had this running joke of like, it would be so funny if I could get like rose gold legs. And I was just kind of stuck to it. And then like, I go to the prosthetist, I got my new legs and they're like, you want a cover? And I was like, do you have rose gold? Do you have, do, do you have rose gold? And they're like, yeah. don't, don't even trip. We got rose gold. They had yeah, every color. Pink. We got fucking. They had everything. They had gold, like different shades of gold, different shades of like gray, diff- every like primary and like secondary. Let, third color. It also, and it goes really well with kind of like the earthy tones yeah. of the entirety yeah, of the fit. It's not too bright. That's no, what I like yes. a lot. It's not too bright. It's like, it's like, yeah, more of a matte finish. I guess the, the, the million dollar question is, is is that if you had a million dollars and money was of no object, what would be the next? Have you thought about what the next color would be to add to the rotation? I think like, OK, someone on Twitter sent me these like really fucked up prosthetics that were like ice queen things. Like I would get a like, designer designer shit if I had a million like a Medusa dollars. head or something. Medusa head, like tentacles, right, you know, like right, something sure. really fucked up. The, there's a guy in um, Tiger King that had like Joker, like Juggalo almost uh, like graphics on his prosthetic leg. Really? I literally Googled Joker prosthetics once when I was bored and there was like a Joker prosthetic. Yeah. There is uh, that in the world. You can get like anything you want. There's, yeah. I mean, the Joker is a cultural icon. I mean, there, there's going to be Joker merch for every type of size. <laughs> Literally every no surprises there. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the sweat or is that so that's the, the those are the legs and then the sweats. Sweats are champions. Okay. Also mm. from Target or uh, Urban Outfitters. Okay. Honestly, they're like really high quality. They're warm. They're fuzzy. Like they go with basically everything I own. I they look just, great with the Wallies too. Like how like I love yeah. like a good pair of sweats with Wallabies. Like me for too. Me, a dog owner. Perfect dog walking fit. Oh, totally. Totally. hundred percent. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like, it all goes good. I was like, I mean, they fit really good. Do you feel like there was pressure for you to, like, come? Because you get big fits and off, and we're going to talk about... Pants specifically. We're going to talk about your personal style extensively. This is a fashion podcast. That's what people tell us. But was there any pressure as far as, like, what you were going to wear? Or is this the uniform? I mean, I think initially there was. I was like, no, I just want to go win something I feel comfortable in. Okay. Ultimately. You know, like, I didn't want to, like, try a new fit, get halfway here and be like, <laughs> actually, I hate this. <laughs> you know, oh, my God. <laughs> that would be pandering a bit too hard. That'd be a little much. Right. Okay. But- well, they look fucking great. Um, and then the T. T is just an H&M one for five bucks. Oh, nice. They have like all these different colors and it's actually like pretty decent quality. Has it like lasted? Because I guess the one argument that people would make against. Well, there's a lot of arguments. I mean, yeah, 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 fashion, totally. Of course. Um, we, we're we're a green podcast. Yeah, slow, slow fashion. We're not pod. out here minting NFTs, destroying the world with our art. We are. What are we? We're enriching the lives of millions of yeah. listeners for every pod. Save, we're really saving the planet with every, every podcast. And then here I am with an H and I'm showing like sorry. Podcast uh, downloaded. We plant a tree. Yeah, that's so that is plant an, okay. Plant millions an, and millions of trees. Yeah. Plant, plant an cool. extra one for me. Right, okay. exactly. And they they la- they've lasted through the wash because that's what some people say. It's like oh, this feels like a, a great deal for five bucks. And then you wash it, and then it's like this is shrink. to be honest, it's pretty new. Okay, so I expect it to last like four washes. We'll, ha- we'll have to we'll have to check. <laughs> I'll I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. Dollar yeah yeah it's like why not like i got like five different colors you know like it's summertime rotation yeah i'm not mad at the convenience and the fucking yeah sometimes it's about ease yeah Yeah. exactly totally and then the coat 
The coat is um, also H and M, unfortunately, okay. I, which That's I bought at like we'll plant three trees for you. I like yeah. bought it at of one course. in the morning from Times Square because I was in a really weird space in my life. Okay. You were in Times Square at 1 a.m. Yeah, it was one of those ones where it was like a five day stretch of like I was cat sitting in like Port Authority and I was like, what am I going to fucking do? Were you cat sitting astray? No, I mean, like, I remember my friend described the place as like, he's like, it's in the asshole of Port Authority. And I was like, it cannot be that bad. It was truly that bad. Does that dude still live there, the homie? I think he does. Wow. Could have gotten a uh, $800 needles jacket in Nepenthes. Yeah. Just, oh my God. just down the road. Yeah. Oh my God. Incredible. Just skipping a hop. Real destination <laughs> shopping. I was just, it was like across from one of the big like tunnels that the buses come out yeah, of. Yeah. Like across the street. I, my Which are metaphors for assholes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I'm very familiar with, uh, with the Port Authority. Um, were you, <laughs> so you were, you were there because I was going to say the only reason to be at Times Square at 1am is because you're just waiting for your reservation to kick in at the Red at, Lobster. I or, wish. Or yeah, I did not. Garden, the two, the two hardest restaurants. Or you're just coming out. You're just coming out of your new year's eve reservation at all. <laughs> oh my god exactly yeah. the hottest ticket in yeah. the city uh, i was just in like the weirdest headspace i was like i don't know what to do and i can't sleep i'm gonna go buy a low blazer. retail therapy though that's not <laughs> retail that therapy and you know what is the urban outfitters it's, there or h&m open 24 hours and till the, two and in the morning what characters do you find at one in the morning in the times square urban outfit Who i think kicked just, out of the port authority <laughs> i think just a lot of jet like tourists honestly yeah there are people just kind of like moseying around looking really dazed i was like okay me too like <laughs> yeah i'm right there with Same you day. what's up brethren yeah and then the jewelry let's talk about you got some you got some rings okay i love talking about this because okay, there's like stories behind them and i got some chains as well mm-hmm. so one of the chains is my grandmother's um she gave it to me when i was a little kid and i like you know waited till i was a bit older to wear it. and another is from my mom oh, so nice. it's like maternal maternal yeah very sentimental um, for sure three yeah definitely yeah and then the two rings kind of weird story when i was in the hospital when you're having surgery they take all your jewelry out and all your like everything piercings everything which was a bummer because I had some piercings I liked okay bye um so oh, they, they closed up they it's closed like up I was yeah. kind of mad but um so they took my one ring away and I was like what the fuck give it back and my mom actually she got it from her friend's daughter in England who was starting a jewelry line okay and she actually hit her up and was like can you like send another one ASAP Wait, so, so they took it in. and they kept it? But or? then they gave it back. So okay. I have two. Oh, so now, oh, look at that. You double dipped. I double dipped. It was incredible. I know. I was like, guys, can you give it back? And they gave me back that. Okay. It's like, okay, thanks. So I have two of them and I like, I never take them off. And then I have a little signet ring I just got recently because I just wanted a signet ring. Nice. That are you going to get it? Is Are you going to get it like engraved? Or? I've been thinking of getting a little S on it. Nice. But okay. I kind of like it like this too. I mean, it's like, it looks good. It's clean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely wanted one for a while. I had one that, like, I didn't spend quite enough on, and it turned my finger green. I was like, okay, I need to, like, invest in this shit. <laughs> Real gold. Like, actual gold. Like, throw down a little and bit. copper shit. But yeah. so far, so good. Good. And uh, lest we forget the panties. Yeah. Which we ask everyone. Okay. It's not because you're a woman. Relax. No. Yeah. Okay, okay. They're literally just, like, plain white Hanes boy shorts. Oh, oh nice. Honestly, like, I'm a Hanes girl. Okay. Like, Respect. they're good quality. They wash Hanes. well. It's, like... 10 bucks for six or something yeah. like i'm not i'm a handsman myself same except mine say, su- mine say supreme Very i cool. keep <laughs> a fucking loser <laughs> i keep getting boy. like yeah. i keep getting emails from haynes being like we miss you i'm like oh bless <laughs> you Very i was weird. like thank Leave you underwear company yeah. <laughs> like, silence brand yeah <laughs> silence brand that is a complete fit check thank you sophie you're well, welcome sophie, we're here on a beautiful spring day here in new york we're on the cusp of uh you know the, some would call it the horniest summer I am history. I am um, not emotionally ready. <laughs> I'm so afraid. Tw- uh, let's talk about this. You've tweeted about how this summer you're, you're going full vaxxed up titties out. Can you give like a, a female perspective at least on how this summer is going to go absolutely bonkers and be a true hot girl boss summer? 
hot girl boss summer. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, I, all my friends call me a girl boss because I work in tech first off, <laughs> which hurts my feelings a little bit. You, re- but you reject that, that label? <laughs> I reject the label entirely. I'm like, first off, bitch. I'm not I a contain boss. multitudes. I yeah. contain so many multitudes. I'm just a straight, I'm just a boss baby, just generally. Oh my God. I literally, I'm a boss baby. My friend sent me like this. Twi- this insta thing that said boss baby on it i was like shut the fuck up <laughs> shut up just shut up but okay girl boss summer or girl summer okay tits out definitely at reese okay gotta go to reese get the tits out sure that is the uh public, beach. public nudity beach right yeah. yes it is are you you're you're a uh, a uh, uh, frequent uh reese uh titties out hanger on i ha- i didn't go last year because i was scared of covid but the year before like once a What's week. There's scene there. Describe describe the scene because I'm not super familiar. It's pretty Everyone's gay. just yeah, it's pretty gay. I mean, like <laughs> people are kind of cruising a bit. Like sure. you go with your friends, you go with people you're like comfortable having your titties out around and just like lays and you see a lot of titties out uh across like all the rockways, but you definitely see some dicks out um oh, at Jacob Reese at Jacob Reese for sure. Definitely. I'm not worried about it. I yeah. mean, like it's so hot out, it's so gorgeous out, you know. Might as well go frog in the rays and so chill everyone get naked, get the titties out. Get kind of naked, out. yeah, just like why not? Like it's a vibe, and, that, and that's like I'm, I'm I'm hanging with my friends. I'm cruising, and maybe I'm reading a good book. But regardless, the one the one thread across all this yeah. is titties out. Pretty much, okay. yeah. I mean, that's like, why you go, I guess, right? I love an excuse to get them out. Like sure. honestly, like <laughs> this past summer, like I was like alone in this apartment for four months. It was like a shared one, but everyone just kind of fucked off. And by the time it was summertime, I'd just be like luxuriating in my underwear in front of my fan. Like there you go. this is all I have to do. What a quintessential New York moment. Yeah. It's like all the roommates are gone. Just ice cubes melting on you. <laughs> Literally. I was like, okay, make sure the curtains are closed. <laughs> yeah. But oh, it was nice. Any other rules and regulations though for a hot girl boss summer? Yeah. Ooh, good question. Just 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 personally speaking. Yeah. Personally speaking. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. We, don't want to, we, we would never pretend that we want to that we're gonna speak for all yeah, girl bosses. What's like what's like flitted through your mind? Yeah. You know, you I mean like mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically prepare for this. Literally just want to be outside like as much as humanly possible. Mm, like vitamin D. Yeah, I, I have a great roof in my apartment. Um, is it like landscaped? It's not it landscape. Like a, it's a just like black tar situation. It's a black tar situation, <laughs> but our building is like a story higher than like all the other buildings oh, in the nice. neighborhood. So it's got like a killer view. Three sixty, yeah. and like I'll usually have people hang up there. Fantastic! It's really oh, really you're nice. like the hostess with the most. I'm always like, guys, we can go to my roof if you want. <laughs> like the amount of times I was like, yeah, we can go. I'm like, but it's really nice. Like you know, Lawrence has some a sensitive skin. How's the, how's the shade situation? Oh, there's some shade. Okay, there's some good shade. Right, it'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll be roasting, roasting on the roof with the homies for sure. I mean, we're we're kicking off the summer right. Like you are on the only podcast that matters, and you've kind of been stoked to come on the pod for a minute. Like as soon as I hit you up, you're like, yes, yeah, yes, definitely. when, <laughs> say when, <laughs> now, today. Um, are like are are is throwing fits? Are we really big in like the queer disabled community? Is that is that like a thing? I don't know. Actually, <laughs> I mean, like it's like it's not like one huge community. I think okay. like some people don't realize that like there's lots of disparate like ways to be queer and like ways to be disabled. Okay. And I think like it's kind of easy to be like, oh, it's a disabled community. Like it's like there's there's not just one. Right. There, but there's overlap. There's definitely overlap. There's definitely overlap. Are you the molten hot core of those concentric circles? I don't think so, actually. Is, is there um like somebody specifically that you think represents that extreme crossover more than yourself? That's a good question. Can you get them on the podcast as well? I can try if I think of them. (laughs) I think like, I think there's like, I don't know. I've met so many people who are just doing so much cool shit, like Mm. on their own. I think there's a lot of people doing mutual aid, which is really sick. There's people doing fashion. There's people doing art. Like I know someone who does this, like uh, Haley Cranberry, who does this thing of like, she features a different artist every month who's disabled and like has them take over the Instagram and stuff. So I got to do that a long time ago and it was sick. Like, I really enjoyed it. There's just so much stuff going on. It's hard to be like, this is the person. Right, right. right you know, right. you know, but 
um, I've just like gotten to meet so many cool people like on the internet. And when I moved to New York, like I got to meet lots of really cool people. You say that the scene, at least the scenes that you're kind of running in versus like London versus New York, do you think it's like stronger here? What do you say? I don't know. Cause like London, I wasn't disabled. I was queer, but like, yeah. I also had a lot of friends who I was like kind of the token gay one, okay. which was like, okay. I was also 21 and like figuring shit out right, right, majorly right. like London and New York. Like you can't compare them. Like okay. they're so different. Do you feel like doubly tokenized? I mean, I know, you know, just, you know, being a huge fan of your Twitter, like between all the jokes, you do kind of have some serious thoughts about being like tokenized, but like, I don't know, like how are some different ways that you get tokenized as a disabled person? Um, I definitely have had people kind of, it's interesting. Like there's a lot of different ways to kind of go about tokenizing, including kind of trying not to, if that makes sense. Like I've had people be like, Oh, I don't even see you as disabled. It's like, I am I'm disabled blind. Yeah. It's like, Oh, it's like I have fake legs. I don't know what to tell you. Right. right. Like, so like, oh, like people are kind of like, they're bullshitting because they think that's like what you want to hear. It's really, like, it's like, just like, it's like that offensive. meme of like, I pretend I do not see right, it. Right, right, you know, right, you sure. know, it's literally like that. And it's like, like, you know, I don't need you to, it's like a thing like you need to make a huge deal of it, which some people also kind of do. It's like, Oh my God. That's like, I think the one that drives me crazy is you're so inspiring. Okay. It's like, that's the worst one. So as far as like taking notes for everyone at home, it's like, don't do, that's the thing you want to avoid a lot of this stuff, but that's the worst. I think like the one that really drives it's like kind of hard to tell like because i can't speak for anyone else but myself sure. ultimately but i think it kind of drives me nuts people like hear my quote-unquote story which was kind of tough you know it was a lot to go through but it's like ultimately i'm just sitting in my room doing my job most of right. the time like i'm not like kind of like everybody else i'm literally just like chill and i just also have fake likes and yeah. like that doesn't mean it doesn't matter but it's like there's a lot that i like to do that doesn't involve that are there other other things that people should definitely if they're like meeting a disabled person for the first time or like friending someone or, or working with them that they should absolutely 100% like try to avoid beyond just being like, Oh, you're so inspiring. Definitely so inspiring. don't ask like what happened. Okay. Right, That's sure. rude as hell, which people do. Like I have had Is people. That the first thing people tend to ask you. I have had some people straight up just ask me. Like they can't help themselves. They just like, it's almost like reflexive. The, yeah. It's almost reflexive. But then like, I think when they push it, it's like, you really need to shut up. Damn. What do you Pe say to them? I'm just like, um, I've been like, you know, I'll be like, it was an accident or I'll just, just be like, up, bitch. I know. And like, I've had people like, what type of accident? Like, really? are you for fucking real? Are these strangers or like people? <laughs> I've had strangers do this shit. Really? Literal strangers. It's That's like, crazy. it's kind of weird. Cause like when it gets really hot out, obviously I'm wearing shorts, right. you know, like, you know, like I still have like enough leg that it gets hot. And like, I've had people just be like, Oh, what happened to you? It's like, do I know what you? What the fuck happened right. to your face, motherfucker? I know, literally. What happened to like your soul, which is clearly full of <laughs> rot right now? Yeah. Like, fuck you, man. Is there like a, a, a for you speaking for yourself? You know, of course. Like, is there a way that um is like the best way to kind of get around to addressing it besides just coming onto a podcast and ask you bluntly to your face? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like, I think just let me bring it up. Right. Let me bring it up when I'm Not ready. Not just if like I'm what ready. happened, but also just kind of like, I don't know, just talk, talking about it. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's like, and I kind of, I can be a little bit of an edgelord sometimes admittedly and get a little weird with it, but I've like learned to tone it down. But like, I think just the thing, like, wait for me to talk about was it. Was that a defense mechanism on your, on, on like on your part, would you say? Or totally, okay. totally. I think like it's been three years since like the leg thing happened. So it's like still a lot of processing going on, and, like learning how to maneuver all this stuff. Like I'm always like, oh, I wonder what I'll be like with this in like five, 10 years. Have you given you know? any thought to that? It's interesting because like I know over the past three years, I've definitely like approached it differently. Like um, about a year or so after when I was I still had like my practice legs. You get like practice legs okay. at first. And what, I it what was are these now like your these are my like long term ones. legs. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Like you get a new pair like every five to seven years. The training wheels are off. Training wheels are off and the practice ones like suck ass. Why okay. do you, they suck? Is that because like they're worn out or there's new technology or uh basically like what they do um when you first 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 get them, there's actually you have like a socket your leg goes into mm -hmm. and they're like fiberglass. So they take a cast to your leg and like 
put the cast as like the socket, but it doesn't always fit at first. Mm. So they like heat up the fiberglass to move it a bit to shift it around to like what will fit. But like the first time I ever stood up was like, this hurts like a bitch. Oh shit. Hurt like crazy. But once that gets solidified, they make it in carbon fiber. And then the thing is like, they have like the little metal bar for the leg and then like the foot, but the ankle on the practice legs are not flexible. Gotcha. So it's like kind of like learning to ride a stick shift and then driving automatic. It's kind of like that. You get the hang of like really maneuvering and like really walking. And then when you get the new legs, there's flexible ankles. So it's like, oh, this is a little easier. This is simple. But you have to like, I mean, it wasn't hard to like balance balance. I right. could stand up and walk a bit, but like getting the hang of like rocking a bit faster and like avoiding people. Right, and like, sure. you know, you like when I had physical therapy, like the guy would stand behind me and just like push me out of nowhere to like, it's like oh if you get like surprised or yeah something. right or like so i can like catch city, myself like that's gonna yeah, yeah totally like i needed bumped. to practice yeah. catching myself you know, the subway that's somebody starts masturbating in front of you on the yeah subway. right yeah literally it's like okay how can i get out of here as soon as motherfucking possible yeah right sure do you ever lean into the tokenization because i'm like you know all these motherfuckers that are like oh my god you're so inspiring in this like super woke moment um especially with people of, of our age range like do you ever kind of lean into it maybe to like get perks or yeah. get ass maybe i don't know <laughs> Definitely have not gotten asked that way. Really? Unfortunately. Um, or fortunately, I don't We're know. leaving the door open to it, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, who the fuck knows? Right. Who the fuck knows? Never know. Um, I mean, kind of, sort of, not really. Like, I've definitely been featured on some stuff where the feature was, like, definitely mentioned I was disabled. And I was like, okay, go off. I like attention. I love attention. <laughs> so um, just kind of maneuvering that and making sure it's not a thing of, like, this disabled first off person. Right. You know? Um but, you know, ultimately, it's just kind of like a thing in my life. Yeah. Sure. It like is tough sometimes. Damn, I was definitely expecting there to be like more perks and like not that I'm saying you're a bad person, but if it was me, a bad person, I'd be like, I'm going to manipulate everybody. Yeah. I mean, like there's a parking. lot of room for manipulation. Oh, yeah. you know, like, oh, Pity my God. Ass, Do you have like, to then stop yourself where you're like, I don't want to become this person that is I think like- it's a thing of like, I don't want to take advantage of this and make it my whole thing. Sure. Right. right. Like, because I think like everyone maneuvers their disability differently and some people do make it their thing, which like absolutely no shade. Like, yeah. I think like it's nice to be able to like tell people about it and be like, you know, being disabled is a lot more than just like the physical part. Right. it totally is but at the same time it's like i feel like i don't i don't feel like i would be the best at being a spokesperson hmm. like that's just not my thing in life right you have no desire to- i i really don't think so i think there are a lot of people out there doing a way better job of it than i am interesting ultimately well they're not on the only podcast that matters yeah, that Amazing. True. i but mean you know, it could change eventually but right now the fuck out of you right now yeah. i know i'm so flattered <laughs> follow sophie on ig by the way i know that you're trying to get your ig numbers up the twitter you can you tell can't you <laughs> your own stuff dude um let it cook uh, so it's been what like three four years since you got your legs um it's been three years since i lost them and about two years since i got some new so ones so looking back i guess like you know, since you became a disabled person, like how, how have you, like what's developed the most, I guess, like internally or just like mentally for yourself? It's really interesting. Cause, um, I think like my mental health is actually better. Really? Weirdly. I think a lot of people assume I'm like super traumatized huh. and kind of treat me that way, which like, I understand that. And I do understand not wanting to like, you know, encroach on stuff, but like, ultimately I don't remember anything from my accident, huh. no memory. So like, I literally am just like, oh, I woke up in the hospital. Like, okay, this sucks. This is like a hard line of demarcation. That pretty like, much like before, before and after. Like, before and after. Before just, and after. Right. Totally. Um, and I was like, to be fair, in the hospital, I was like totally fucked up on painkillers. So I just was just like, oh, this, this, this sucks. No freak out. But I think like kind of having to really come to terms with it. I was just like, I'm not letting this fuck up my life. Right. Like I'm not letting this fuck up my life. That was like the first was. thought I had. Do you and think then that be, your age then definitely played a part in that versus this happening to somebody who was older, you know? Totally, totally. I mean, I healed faster for sure. Okay. I, I was able to walk pretty relatively easily. Like, 
when I first started walking, like, oh, you're walking like a 40 year old would take three months to walk. Sure. So like, and I actually was like doing a lot of exercise, like while I was in a wheelchair and stuff, I was doing like CrossFit randomly. Oh, Whoa. It's a cult. Can guarantee, but um, <laughs> you get fucking jacked. Like I got know, pretty jacked in the wheelchair, like so, on some Friday night lights. Jesus okay, I was not shit. that strong, but I was okay. lifting a lot of weights, okay. Fire. like leg weights, arm weights, and stuff. Like so murder was, ball. What's murder ball? It's like a like rugby kind of like ultimate basketball. frisbee rugby basketball, but for people in wheelchairs. Oh, I never and did murder that. Murder ball is the name of the. It's like a famous documentary, documentary. that won. Like, oh, okay, okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I did not play murder ball, unfortunately, but I did a lot of motherfucking CrossFit. Okay. Damn. Yeah, it was it was stressful, Burpee, but like like I don't know, I don't even know what CrossFit is. It's like very fast paced, very intense exercise for a short amount of time. It is oh, you know, these are the really annoying people. These are the really annoying people. Cult, Take over this yeah, way. it's the they're cult. Like flipping tires on the sidewalks and shit. It's those people who are just like, yeah. what are you doing? They're always they're the people who are also into like crypto and like keto and all that shit. I feel like it's like the triad. Well, it's, it's 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 that kind of it's uh, that kind of vibe, right? Exactly, like very intense, very hyper focused. Is right. that uh? Do you find people like that are frequent or disabled people kind of frequently become that where they be, are like so focused and they have to be so mentally strong, right? That they become so like narrowly focused on one thing, whether it's CrossFit, crypto, keto, I'm obviously like cuts across all fucking demographics. Totally. I think, I mean, it's really hard to tell. Like basically what I did was it was actually across the class for disabled people, okay. which was sick. Like I really love the was concept. Was part of your rehab process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was part of like a rehab thing. So I went in in a wheelchair and came out like completely good on legs so like i went through the whole process like every single saturday and like it was interesting it was like a crash course in like how people are going to treat you when you're disabled like everyone came at it differently and it was kind of intense but i was really like okay like when i move to new york on my own i'm going to be dealing with like all sorts of people and be right dropped into the thunderdome pretty much yeah and like a lot of people were like really chill really sweet and really helpful like ultimately i looked forward to going but there were a few people, some of the coaches are a little weird, like they weren't disabled. And I think like, I can kind of see how you wouldn't, there's so many different types of disability that's hard to like suss out, but they'd sure. be like, okay, time to get onto the floor. Like I'm okay. Yeah. Getting onto the floor. But I mean, ultimately it was a good thing. Cause like I, I got like jacked enough that it was way easier to like get back right. on my feet. Like literally. It, this isn't like, it's like an idea of form versus function. You're not just trying to like look good. This, there was like a, a legit like need for this. Totally. Totally. Like it's funny. Cause like growing up, I was obsessed with like, Oh, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not pretty enough. Mm. But like, I like had a bad haircut and gained a lot of weight while I was healing. And I didn't give a shit. Right. I was like, you know what? Fine. But I still had amazing outfits the whole time, <laughs> which is the which is the most. I was like really like I need to look amazing in my wheelchair, and I would, and I right. it, like it was. I don't even know if it was a coping mechanism, but just always been like that, and it just did not change, right. and it kind of kept me sane actually. Huh. So, did you, you st- so did you stop putting together the fire fits like when you went from wheelchair to legs? I kept up with the fire fits the whole time. That's true. It's a lifestyle. Speaking of cults, I mean, that's that's really yeah. what it is. What's, a, what's a more it. obsessed cult, uh, John's Enthusiasts or CrossFit? <laughs> Ooh. I mean, the CrossFit people yeah, are a little crazier. like... <laughs> CrossFit people are probably cra- crazier, sure. to be fair. But John's Enthusiasts are poorer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. CrossFit people. Like, it was a CrossFit thing in San Francisco. Okay. So you can imagine what the people were like. The worst of the worst. The absolute, like, dregs. Yeah. Were you, were you always going to move? So I, you grew up in San Francisco and you went back there um after the accident and then do, do you always know that you're going to come back to new york like once you got literally on your feet that was like the absolute end goal like no question because the accident happened in new york and while you're living here yeah okay. Oh, okay. so then um i was in the hospital in manhattan for a month and then they were like well you got to go home and i was like god damn it fuck so uh when i was home, just making my first foray into girl boston i yeah. was literally at a coding boot camp so yes i actually yeah. was <laughs> literally like absolute girl boss moves and then kind of got caught short 
And uh, yeah, the first thing I was like, I am getting jacked. I am learning to walk so I can go back to New York. So you went to a coding boot camp. So that's kind of like, so you're, are you like, because that's an intense thing. It was right? really intense. What was more intense, the coding boot camp or rehab? Probably the coding boot camp. Yeah. Honestly, that like it was. You need to know about these tech motors. It was dude. so intense. Oh my fucking God. Like you'd be coding like 10 hours a day. Jesus and coding's really Christ. fucking hard because like if you don't get it, you have to figure it out. And if you really can't figure it out, then like, you still have to figure it out. Right. You like, thrive with that kind of intensity then? Or is that kind of just like, yo, this is what I want to do. And this is like uh, what I want. The end goal necessitates this intensity. It was very much the end goal thing. Okay. Like I was, um, I did graphic design in college and I loved it. I did great at it, but I didn't like working as a graphic designer. It was really stressful. And you're more of an artist. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I guess I'm the kind of, I'm not a careerist ultimately. Okay. And I think there was a kind of a more, I mean, like coding is always very careerist with mm -hmm. a lot of people, Absolutely. but I think I was able to kind of separate myself more from that than the graphic design where like you make a design, you're kind of a little emotionally wedded to it, I guess. Right. And then it's like, that's terrible. And you're like, <laughs> okay, fuck. Yeah. But with coding, it's like, it either works or it doesn't. Sure. There's like, you know, there's like different ways to write code that can be kind of sexy and like, oh, that's like works really well and is so sh like really quickly, beautifully done. But I think there's not as much of like an emotional intensity to it. Right. Just like I, sure. it's like a kind of a puzzle. It's like, is it so, working? So you'd rather not? not be then like emotionally tied to the work necessarily. Pretty much, and it's not that I don't care about it. Like I really like my job. I like the people I work with. Like all that stuff. It's not that I don't care, but I'm not like a techie. Sure, I refuse to be one entirely. You reject that. Are you not emotionally attached to your writing? I totally am, but I feel like they're completely two separate disciplines for me. Like the writing thing is always like. Since I could like hold a pencil, I pretty much wanted to be a writer, but I knew really early on, like in high school, it's like, I don't think I want it to be like my main career, which yeah. was like a good decision. I think like I love to write on the side and like I've gotten some stuff published, but I don't think I could handle like being a journalist or something like well, yeah, yeah. that no, I have never really yeah. wanted to do. Media. And journalists uh, are the worst. I, I want to go back. Think, you know, think about a fucking CrossFit journalist. I want to go back <laughs> oh my uh, God. to like the, the trauma thing where you said that you, there was kind of very little trauma or you immediately were like you know what? Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to rehab. I'm going to move back to New York. I'm going to get fucking yoked. I'm going to put together fire fits in the chair get back on track for people that like, for, you know, as someone that's kind of experienced like a nuclear fallout level uh, amount of trauma, like, do you have advice or tips to people that maybe are going through any form of trauma themselves? That's a really good question. I think Thank like, you. I think it's really important to have a really good support system. Sure. And sometimes you need to seek it out. Hmm, um, really? Yeah, I think like, I mean, like you can't just assume everyone has like a really good support system. I did. And I was so lucky. My parents were able to take care of me for a year. Like, you know, everyone you heard was very supportive and sweet. Like, um, I was really lucky in that sense. And like, I'm insured. I had good doctors. Right, like absolutely. all my surgeons are great. You know, like my prosthetists were amazing and stuff like that. Like I got really, really fucking lucky. I think like if you're going through something, like don't be afraid to reach out and be like, I'm having a really hard fucking time. Like this is tough for me. And like, if I could just like literally chill with you and have a physical presence or like something like that. Like, I think don't discount like the presence of other people, because I think with stuff, it's really easy to like kind of get in your head and turn it on yourself and be sure. like, these people aren't going through it. They don't get it. Yeah. And like, they probably don't, but like, that doesn't mean they don't care. Right. Exactly. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, having, I mean like, honestly, like I was on Twitter a fucking lot. <laughs> through that whole year. Is that when you kind of honed your craft? It kind of <laughs> is. Hone, hone it pen. actually kind of is like, I was just like literally lying in bed all day. What the fuck else are you going to do? Sure. I was reading a lot and tweeting a lot. That was just it. What was, your, what was your tweet per day average? <laughs> I do not want to think about that. Like, 
20 like, at least 20 is all that 20? stuff have you ever like and we we talk about this sometimes on the show because like i'm a big tweet deleter oh i'm a, because, i've like, been tweeting and deleting recently okay, it happens it happens what what's the what's the mindset there where you're like it's not because for me it's so it's such a fucking narcissistic where like oh the stats aren't there oh totally like, totally i mean like everyone like no one will admit it but everyone's into the stats i think mine is more like i have my like rules for twitter kind of and one of them oh, is can like we get those can we get the rules and regulations yeah yeah, yeah totally oh totally totally i it keeps me really sane the ultimate one is i've turned off notifications for anyone i don't follow okay so right. that i'm not getting deluged by like sure. a shit Fuck ton of notifications i have like way too many followers now like do you have a lot like, of reply guys in your mentions and shit oh my god yes i do what are that they is, like what subcategory of reply guy do they are they horny <laughs> are they like fucking trumpies like what how would you describe are them? they okay. like hashtag actually like trying to prove yeah. you wrong there's some like, actually guys there's oh, definitely the some a lot of tech actually guys oh, like gross. i made a joke about like being bad at coding and this guy's like no you do it like this i was like i know that i do this, <laughs> yeah, prof- I do like, this professionally like it's my fucking, fucking job i did not ask like there's a lot of like did i ask yeah sure. you know um weirdly there's a lot of like older british men who have like really sweet friendly replies like i'm not gonna I'm not going to get mad at that. <laughs> right. I like, I'm glad you're vibing with the tweets, honestly. Like <laughs> how do they, you, you how don't do they find you when you're like a, a young lass in, in London? I don't think so. I had like, I really didn't tweet a lot in London. Okay. That's um, right. It was before the accident. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of, I started tweeting more at the boot camp. Okay. Um, but I have had my Twitter since 2012 and I barely used it. It was like, you like the, you like it was like the placeholder you're like whatever park the fucking at yeah i was just like i don't have any reason to delete this but i'm not really using it either and then i think like i literally just one day i remember i was like walking down the street in my neighborhood like i want to use twitter more <laughs> there was a literal epiphany of like i want to do a it conscious more. decision like, it was I'm a conscious decision get big tweets off so, totally. so turn off notifications for anyone you don't follow yeah, yeah. um which is what a great else, fucking idea there? oh it's great um my rule is if i'm sitting on twitter thinking what should i tweet i have to get off twitter yes i love because yes. when you try hard it's when you die hard you that's always force it, it that, those are the ones i delete it's like that wasn't good and like people can tell it's not good like sure. i feel like oh, I, oh yeah people just can literally tell. phoning it in yeah i'm literally just sitting in front of my computer like um i guess that's kind of funny and it gets like one like in 10 minutes like white boy summer be like yeah exactly (laughs) i think like feeling like another one is like don't feel like you have to contribute to like every single discourse shut the fuck up yeah like i feel like shutting up is hard sometimes louder for the people in the back you do not have to participate there's value in shutting the fuck up for times. Shutting the fuck up is absolutely an art. It's knowing when gift. to shut up. Like, I mean, like, there's so many people who can say stuff better than I can. Sure. I mean, as a writer, what's the, what better? You know, what's better than having a good editor, right? And what's better than uh, you yourself being your own? You got to be your own editor. You, yeah. you got to learn. Delete this. Yeah, it's just Stet. like, and some stuff like I do get mad at stuff on Twitter, and like I use the mute button a lot. Ooh, like what, honestly, what are you muted. Huh? What do you currently have muted? All sorts of stuff. I mean, honestly, if I read something from someone's like, you're just trying to piss people off. Right. People who try to piss people off on Twitter, I do not get. Right. I do not log on and go like, who can I annoy today? And I think it's like... chasing. Yeah, it's entirely cloud chasing. It's just like... in the water. I can't do it. So that kind of drives me nuts when I read something like that. And I'm like, that's so fucking mean or unnecessary. It's like, right. then just mute them. Is yeah. Twitter just for you uh, still therapy in a way? Like it, Like it maybe was... Or, or, or was a way to like pass the time, I guess. It, it was kind of a way to pass the time. Okay. And like, I actually, I've met some really cool people in New York from Twitter. Like one of my best friends I met on Twitter. Lawrence met his wife on Twitter. Yeah, I did. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing. A, a romance for the ages. I love. <laughs> Shout out JB. I know you're not listening. <laughs> and I'm happy I mean, if anyone, me. If, if anyone's not following Jill underscore slander. Oh yeah. Correct that right the fuck now. That's I right. I mean, Sophie, your Twitter is Elites. deranged. And unhinged in the best way possible. The <laughs> Thank highest you. compliments that is, I can give. That is the absolute best compliment. Can you, can you 
do us the divine favor of yes. opening up your drafts and reading some Twitter drafts right now. Oh my God. Okay. You know what? Where's my phone? I don't know. Um, where is it? Yeah, where is let me just phone? get it from my bag real quick. Yeah, sure. No, totally. We did this with, uh, I am Lawrence not a recently, draft and it was yeah. a fucking it smash. Was, hit. It was a, it was a fan favorite. Um, yeah. I am not a user of the drafts really for a while. All I had was a picture of Mike Wazowski. <laughs> like that was literally. Why is Mike like, Wazowski <laughs> coming up on the pod so much? So many weeks in a row. Yeah. Wait, really? I this love was, uh, it. This is now two Mike he, he's Wazowski like, references in three weeks. Yeah, he, which he's is like an archetype. Way of, above average. He's uh, an archetype love, of a men's body shape where it's like all legs, no torso. Right? No, or all, no, all torso, all torso no, legs. no legs. Yeah, yeah. all chest, no legs. <laughs> and one eye. Wait, let's see. Yeah, and, and famously, he's yes. a cyclops. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we still got the Mike Wazowski in here. Wow. Yes. He's like dark Mike. Well, well, that's like the. It's like how I feel all the time. Yeah. (laughs) It's like Mike Wazowski in the shadows looking really stunned. The the freaked out Mike Wazowski. Is that the The only only draft you have? Uh, I have a picture of this guy again with no explanation. (laughs) Is it? That was that that was the guy. Did you see this thing of like this guy who did a TikTok of like if you're reading like oh right Uh, whatever if you like Anne Rand you're gonna like whatever yeah and it was just like oh man and he had this like I hate like the smirk right the smirk like the most self congratulatory like I know better than you yeah you think you're so good like. Yeah, so you use it. your drafts more as a like folder of images because um, I, I was talking I was talking to her, I was like, where the fuck does she get these goddamn like SpongeBob memes images that I've never seen before? I literally the like rare, the I rare thought, SpongeBob. I thought I'd seen every SpongeBob <laughs> meme. Yeah, exactly. I mean, literally, okay, one thing that coding teaches you how to is how to be a killer fucking Googler. Okay. You need mm. you can learn how to Google anything you want and find it like first. Damn. Really? So yeah, it's I need um, these codes, dude. Yeah, like basically like there's actually like certain ways to do it that make narrow shit down like from this website and stuff. So like I can literally just like think of a phrase and like look at it and be like, I want that. And (laughs) this is so deranged. And my friend found this recently and I was humiliated, but I literally just drag funny shit to my desktop all the time. And it's like covered my desktop. Oh, my it's, laptop like, it's like a, covered. Yeah, it's a mess. I like let my friend borrow my laptop recently. He was just like, dude, what the fuck? I was, I was like, welcome to my it's brain. Not organized I want to find. No, 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 right, no, If no. I want to find a uh, horny Squidward, what am I going to Google right now? <laughs> horny Squidward. Horny Squidward. That's yeah. all I got to Google. That's all I got to Google. But okay. like, go through the results for a bit. Yeah, I think I think the reason you can't find the rare SpongeBob's is because you need to be searching SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah, there there's go. some That's really not yeah. results or I mean, horny Squidward YouTube. Like it's right here. Oh well, on the horny Squidward. YouTube yeah. channel. Okay. Oh God, I just saw Hody Squidward just fucking SpongeBob. So, oh, so you definitely, and obviously we have the rules and regs. And if you're thinking too hard, you're not going to tweet. But you are, you shoot from the hip. I shoot from the hip. You're not like workshop. You don't. Use I the draft never, to never workshop. Got never really? workshop. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like, in fact, like some of my biggest tweets I've written like while I'm walking down the street. Do you know off top what your biggest tweet is? I do, and it's actually leg related. Okay. Um, it was something like, and it's true. Um, I was like. Something like, you know, like when I was getting my fake legs, my prosthetist asked me if I wanted to be taller. So I got two inches taller. You wish you were me, <laughs> which is true. And first, I don't know, because it felt like a niche, like me tweet. It got 500,000 fucking likes wow, and it's on all dude. these like fuck Hell Jerry yeah. kind of Instagrams and stuff. Uh, like people from my high school, were like, is this you? I was like, maybe, but yeah, like, 500 times platinum. I yeah. can't it even, was insane. Like I got like 5,000 followers from it. I literally what? went to bed and woke up and I was like, that was not the same number it was yesterday. Damn. It was okay. crazy. And it, and it's all true. And like a lot of people are like, people are like, that's so dark or like, that's crazy. And if, I'm just, if I just copy that tweet, but like go with six inches, am I going to get a lot of like love from, from fucking short King community? I, I feel like it was like an anti short King actually. Oh, yeah. on Lawrence, accident. Lawrence's most famous tweet, I believe is about Marilyn Manson removing his own ribs to suck his own dick, which now you are now problematic. You're part of the problem, bro. Am I part of the problem? I think so. 
Oh my god! Right? I mean, it's never going to get uh, you know posted on like uh, you know hood memes or whatever again. No, I guess, but <laughs> it does. People, it does still show up on on Facebook. It's a it's, listen. What, it's a normie thing. I'm playing what, to my base. When the normie going, tweets do get big sometimes. The normie tweets yeah. get big when you're going through the process of like uh, having your legs selected. Like, what else do they ask you besides like height? Yeah. Uh, it was actually mostly height and they were so casual about it. It was so funny. How much taller could you go if you wanted? Actually, um, my <laughs> first prosthetist told me the story where like he was treating a guy who's also a double leg amputee and he wanted to get taller than his brother who was six feet tall and this guy was five eight. Oh my God. So he's like, technically speaking, I can do that. So he but did. Like stilts. Kind it was of. like stilts. This guy came back like the next deer. fucking day. Oh, he's like, I can't do it. He was like, I can't do it. I can't walk. That's hubris. He flew too close to the sun. Like, he, he flew literally. way too yeah. close to the sun. It's like, he was yeah. Too close. He was close to God. Yeah, I guess like it was the bane of his existence that his brother was taller than him. But if yeah, you were like, really? I want to be in the WNBA, he's like, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Like, yeah, it was pretty much like, yeah, they were like, we can do it. clearly like that upper limit where it was like it had a negative impact i think it was about like three or four they were like we can't do that and i just chose two I just, yeah i mean which, like, like we'll split the difference but let me get two for sure two hey, is good let me tell you two inches can do a lot it yeah. definitely does. for sure uh, <laughs> oh yeah i did just get um size ups lift for my lifts. my yeah lifts uh, when do those arrive i think they might be downstairs you're gonna right? be like, oh, amazing yes, three what's yeah. what's the, <laughs> i saw a tick like some tiktok where it's like you can get these fucking yeah these lifts he's like, oh, he's like catfishing right. girls all summer fishing girls all summer yeah from five so, eight you know, to fucking as someone who's six, five four. eleven now i'm gonna be six, you are eleven. Not five, <laughs> five eleven you are five ten. are there are there hype beasts in the disabled community because i know that like you kind of talked about how there's like pockets of everything right like disabled is such a wide fucking uh umbrella like are there hype beasts that are into like the latest prosthetics like the most cutting oh, edge tech totally like that type of shit? a lot of there's like prosthetic influencers okay um and a lot of them have a lot of legs Oh shit! Oh, so Which is crazy because so they're like, like an arsenal. Like and, and um, they're trying to influence like various like prosthetics, not like you know some fucking. I mean, it's more of like a, like you know check out what I can do and like how I live my life. Like maybe a little bit inspirational, with just like hey, I'm an amputee and I'm like doing this and doing this. Like some like sports people and stuff. Like is that interests you? Is that weird? Like you I mean, don't have a desire to do that. I, mean, I don't have a desire to do that, but I don't begrudge it to anyone else. Okay. You know, like I personally like have never liked the inspiring bent, but like you know, if someone's really into it and like you know, is doing a marathon or something. Like go off. Oh, like yeah, I love that. Sure. You know, like I hate running but other people <laughs> love running right like um but like if you're a woman and you're into heels you can actually get feet that can fit into different heights so of heels. tilted down tilted like down yeah right i hate heels and i would never do that i'd totally fall down but like it's pretty sick i think that you can do that yeah like the technology uh, like, is insane or like uh you know tabby slippers like margella tabby oh my god i actually have like a little uh gap between like my oh, in, in the middle yeah, yeah. I technically could wear like a flip flop or a toddy. Oh, nice. Okay. Like I don't I don't know if it would like quite fit, but right. like the rest of the toes are kind of together and then like there's a little gap between like the big toe. But like it makes sense. Like sure. yeah, like the feet are kind of funny looking. They put like weird intense veins on them. I was like, you what? really did not need to do that. It's like <laughs> they like look it. like varicose. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like I get you're going for realistic, but this is sure. like a little too much. It's like hi- it's like hyper realistic in like a weird How way. veiny are one's feet though? Like typically. Um there's like a pretty big one running down the middle. I'm like I no, I mean of just like the the, the feet and that like, they're trying to like mimic almost. I don't know. It's like I guess feet are pretty veiny, but when they're yes, like one yeah. color and don't have like you know oh, the different right. shades of like it's just like a ridge. Yeah, it's just a ridge. Did hmm. you get to pick the shade of your legs to like, and was it to match your complexion? Uh, I don't know actually. I didn't really ask, but they do ask your shoe size. 
Good, so could like you, could I could you, fit into my old shoes. Are there dudes that are like, yo, I'm a size 12. Oh, totally. I'm sure. Yeah. It's like, oh, my feet are pretty big, but like, I just wanted to fit into my old shoes. I still have some of my legs. So. Are there one, I, I guess when I ask about like hypies, are there, are there kids that are getting like, uh, yeah, like, like fake, like off white graphics or something kind of like grafted onto their legs? Oh, good question. I'm not too sure. Like, I mean, the thing about there's like, gotta be right. There's gotta to be. be. I mean, like, there's so much out there, and like, it's honestly, just big business too, right? It's just oh, like it's a huge business. There's a huge business. I mean, there's a lot of companies that are making prosthetic covers right now, and like, you can also get the socket designed. Like, my socket is just plain black, but you can get like, if you can print it on fabric, it can go on the socket. Oh wow! Okay. So like, I've seen people like Guy Fieri flames and stuff, <laughs> which I almost went for. I was yeah, like, kind of sick, dude. quasi ironically, like, what if I did the flames that I knew I'd get sick of it after a week and yeah. be like, I fucked up. Yeah, like, damn it! I got these for another five to seven years. <laughs> these were funny for like twenty minutes. Damn! Now I'm the mayor flavored. You would have gotten for ten consecutive yeah, terms. Literally, would have gotten a viral tweet off, and then it would have been just fucking hell. Exactly. For five and years. like, look at me, and then like five years later, like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> why did I do that? But you can like put anything you want on a socket. And some people like people put like sports logos and stuff. I've seen. Oh. I'm just like, come on, man. It's kind of like how people get bad. Can you, you get a tasteful tattoo or you can get a bad tattoo? Yeah, it's totally. I mean, thing. like everyone's got their own taste. Like every dude in Boston who has like a fucking Celtics tattoo or, or a Red Sox tattoo. Red exactly. Tattoo. Like, yeah, uh, well, yeah. If anyone out there wants to get a, a throwing fits, uh, you know, yeah, we won't see you. Like we'll retweet that's, you. That, and I could literally that's, that's like free advertising. I could put a sticker on it. Yeah. People put stickers on their prosthetics. We we listen. We have a lot of stickers, as you can see on my laptop. Incredible. <laughs> Very embarrassing. I'm obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking, uh, you know, Losers. children's underwear and children's laptop. I like the sticker that says you're going to die. Oh, yeah. That's well, that's supreme. One I mean, it's, <laughs> I can't take credit for that. It's true for all of us. Um, You know, so we're on the tail end here of kind of like quarantine lockdown. Uh, You know, I feel like New York's about to open up for better, for worse. Fingers crossed. At, for like the past year plus, right, for like introverted people, uh, lockdown has kind of been for a lot of people. And we've read this. It's like no real big changes. Right. It's kind of just like, yeah, like I stay in my home and I like putter about has as a disabled person has quarantine like changed a lot of your habits or was it a bit like and I know the timing was kind of weird where you came back and quarantine started shortly. After. Yeah, I got a year in here before quarantine. It's like, God damn it. Were you able to build up that support system that you said was like so important before we went into lockdown? I was. Yeah. Like, I mean, I did make a lot of friends on Twitter before I moved here, which was great. And it was actually really cool to move back and like meet them because I felt like it was like, oh, I'm not moving to New York and being like, what the fuck am I going to do? Right, like, right. I don't know anyone. That was kind of my fear initially. But um, I made some really good friends and like I got to do a lot of shit before quarantine. Like still, if you ask me, have you been to this place? The answer is no. <laughs> but like um, I got to like, Jacob Reese. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Out. I went to yeah. Reese and like the coffee shop on the corner of my place. That was right. kind of it. But, um, you know, I got some good time in here before quarantine. I think initially it was kind of freaky because I was living in this apartment that I didn't like that much. And my roommates just completely fucked off at the very beginning Damn. for four months. And I was like, what am I going to do? So at first I was kind of freaked they, out. Did they pay rent? They did. Okay. But you're just um, talking about being like, like, you're like, I'm lonely. I am alone. Yeah. It's like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I like read a lot and I like watched a lot of really weird YouTube. Tweeted a lot. Yeah. Tweeted a lot. Came for a little bit. I got into some like this, these <laughs> weird head spaces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like weird wormholes. I got obsessed with mommy bloggers for some reason. Okay. Weird world. Why? I don't know. Because you're not a baby and you don't have babies. So I, that's almost kind of why. Okay. I don't want kids like, at let all. Let me see what this whole mom thing's about. It was more of like, let's, it was, I was kind of obsessed with the concept of like putting your kids online like that. It's so fucking weird. Like monetizing yeah. your children. And yeah. like, I have some family who are like pretty, like, I don't want to say like right wing, but like Christian, sure. and like kind of evangelical. And like, that is a totally their vibe. Absolutely. So I think that's one reason I'm really curious. You're like, about I want to understand. I want to get it. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Um, but yeah, I was doing some weird shit, but by the kind of tail end of that, 
I was literally just like chilling in front of my fan again and just <laughs> like reading a bit and like doing nothing. It was so nice to just lie there and do nothing. Yeah. It was so hot. I forget how hot it gets here. Like, in, like where I'm from, it just like the summers aren't that bad. Okay. But like here, it's like so humid and hot compared just, to when I'm used to it. Like, what the fuck? It's disgusting. I'm just covered yeah. in sweat. That's when you go titties out of Jacob Reese. That is when exactly. you go titties like, out. Weeks at a time. Exactly. I, yeah. Like from a mental health perspective, like how kind of did you deal? Like what were your uh, best practices in dealing with just like quarantine and lockdown and shit? Uh, that's a good question. I think honestly, I was not doing so hot for a bit, mm. but, um, I just honestly, I think, any, I, don't think anyone I think everyone is just flipping a shit, like understandably. But, um, honestly, I just called my parents a lot. I like have been, I, I've been a voracious diary keeper since I was like 13. Oh, wow. So just writing down, like, I feel bad today. Even if it was like one line, it kind of helped to be like putting my emotion like into words or whatever really, really helped. Some people used to have to tweet that way. Exactly. <laughs> and, and they just rip it out and yeah. attach it to a pigeon. Yeah, pretty much. Throw yeah. It the, throw it into the ocean in the bottle. <laughs> oh my God. Little bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just finding a bottle of all my tweets. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think doing that and I go on walks all the time. Like people see me around my neighborhood going on little lurk. I love doing that. So getting outside, especially when it got warmer and just like just a stroll. Yeah, just a stroll. Like put my headphones in and just like fit chill. Off. Clear yeah. your head. Obviously I had to get the fit off. Of course. Strap the is on. Pretty much, yeah. But um yeah, just walking around, like kind of keeping a little diary and like I guess just like realizing that like, you know what, shit is fucked for everyone. I don't have to be like achieving anything right, right. now. You yeah. know, I don't have to be like doing anything right now that like has an end game, which yes. is kind of tough for me because I can be kind of an end game. Person. Well, that's like the careerist versus non-careerist thing you're talking totally. about. In this city, it gets so it can get so difficult for people because you're like you feel the pressure, right, to keep up with the Jones. Totally. It's like if that's not you, you shouldn't feel like you have to do that. Yeah, it's like a, there's a big like what do you do vibe in New oh, York. That's a, is that not the first question? That's the first they, question you ask. Yeah. yeah, and like I think because I don't talk about it much, people are like, "Oh, you're a coder." It's like, yeah, I just like it's. I like it, but it's not my life. It's not right. You know? it's, not, it's not how you define yourself. Totally, totally. It pays the bills. It pays the bills. Whatever. Let's me get, my tweet, get my tweets off. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, in, in, so in your time here, you spent, what, like two years here in New York? Yeah, I've been here almost exactly two years. And I guess like one year as a disabled person, I mean, I, I studied this a little bit in college, just kind of like how, uh, you know, a lot of non-disabled people do have no idea how frustrating like urban design is in that it's not designed for disabled people. Like what is, what is like the one or two things that really kind of stand out as like the ableist flaws in New York city? Oh my God. There needs to be elevators in every subway station. Mm. They are not. And then like, they'll kind of get off this thing of like, Oh, we're making this station way out in Bushwick or wherever right. accessible by 2026. Like, thank huh. you. Yeah. Literally though. Um, I, I think like the subway is really inaccessible ultimately. Like I can do it. I can like go up and downstairs fine. Although I go downstairs really slowly, which mm. sucks. But like, honestly, some days I'm just tired as fuck. And like, if you're in a wheelchair, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you? Yeah. Like when I lived in London, every single station was accessible mm. and they were like way newer and cleaner in general. Like the tube was really, really good. And also San Francisco is really accessible. So New York is almost so this like is a New York city problem. Yeah. I think it like among disabled people, it's like notoriously difficult to navigate here and like just yeah. curb cuts and stuff. Sure. Like, doesn't happen. Fucking the always get fucking man. blocked by puddles and shit. And puddles like, and just like they're just kind of like there won't be curb cuts. It'll be really crumbly or something. Like right. if you're in a wheelchair, like what are you gonna do? Yeah. I think like in general, it's like non-accessible city. So I was kind of nervous to move here at first. I was mm. very like ultimately I had to kind of accept like if this doesn't work out, I'm gonna have to find something else. But I mean, it did for me. But it's just it's a tough city to get around. Is there like are there is there any like advocacy groups that are like trying to shape the design of new york like for the future for more like accessibility yeah definitely i think there's a lot of a job i mean definitely more but it's just like it's so hard to like nudge city right. policy 
Because, I mean, they're just like, oh, we could spend it on something else. Like, I know they're like making an effort, but like clearing every single curb cut and making every single station accessible is like so much time and money, unfortunately, which like it doesn't have to be like it really doesn't have to be. Um, well, look, uh, you know, even though like Gen Z, I think like there, there is hope for them, uh, with these kids, even though their fucking fits are trash, <laughs> trash, but like, I think one thing that's really interesting is that they like trans rights have kind of yeah. been almost like ingrained in, in, you know, their beliefs. Like, do you think that disability rights is the next frontier where we are going to see some sort of like action and evolution in, in the near future? That's a really good or, question. Or no, or yeah, or not. Nah. I don't know. I think it really depends on the Gen Z. Cause like it's an entire generation of people. And I think you can't just be like, they're all doing this, they're all doing this. But I think in general, like from what I've heard from people who like have Gen Z kids or like have Gen Z siblings and stuff is that they're generally like, and I say generally, but more accepting of people who are like different in any way. Right. And that's like a really nice thing. An open-mindedness. Much more open-minded. I mean, like as like a kid in high school in like 2007, there was no way it would have come out as gay. Right. But it seems much more. Even in San Francisco? No. The area? No, definitely yeah. not. I think people are like, oh, it's so liberal. They're like liberal and like neoliberal kind sure. of vibes. It's like, like liberal. It's a kind of, oh my God, oh my God. But I mean, it's a kind of thing of like, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> there's like people like who back there in San Francisco who still think I'm going through a fucking phase. Really? I'm 28 years old. Yeah. I'm like, it's not a phase. You're a grown I'm like, ass woman. I pay the bills. I pay my taxes. I'm definitely a homo. <laughs> like you need to back the fuck off. But it's yes. like, I think I'm there's a member of society. It's like this thing of like, Oh, like I'm so accepting of like smoking weed. I'm so liberal. It's like this, right. it's just kind of like they're trying, but they're like, yeah. I call them like, Nimbies, you think they're yimbies? That's what I call it. <laughs> it's kind of some like it's like rich hippies. It's yeah, rich it's hippies, like, and it's like liberals, limousine yeah. liberals, and a lot. I mean, the liberals. tech people are all just like, I don't even get me started on like what the tech people are like there. But like, it's so many people like that now who are very like, I'm in it for myself. Yeah, and who like individualist pursuits, very yes. individualist. And Do you see a lot of that in tech or in San Francisco or like both? Because. Uh, I mean, San Francisco is completely techified now, I think. Or like, I don't want to say I mean, completely, like being in tech like, kind of on the East Coast, like, is it is it worse over there? Is it kind of the same? I think like moving to San Francisco definitely does a little something to you because it's <laughs> surrounded by people all the same as you. Yeah. Or like, and I'm like generalizing here. No one, please kill me. But like, um, no, please, please generalize. That's what this pod does best. Okay, great. <laughs> um, I will. But um, I think it's weird, like having grown up there and like going back every year during college and like for Christmas every year, or whatever. And like seeing that, like, oh, this cool venue I snuck into when I was 17 is a WeWork now. Yeah. Right. It happens right. all the time. Right. And like, yeah. you know, I've discussed it with like my friends from there and we're all just like, what is left? Yeah. Like, you know, they're killing all the good venues and like and all the cool things and like putting really boring, basic apartments there. Everything's it's like for whom? Green. And everyone's fucked off now because it's COVID. They're like, oh, I moved to Austin and I love it. Like, OK, stay there. Yeah. yeah. But it's like they were there for the industry and not the city itself. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Completely. Um, well, fuck them all. Right. Thank speaking, you. Absolutely. <laughs> speaking of fucking. Got to ask this, Sophie. So this is a question that uh, I think like we grapple with. Or maybe Lawrence doesn't grapple with. I've not <laughs> grapple with this, but uh, definitely like it, it's a it's a very interesting question, kind of in in the in this day and age, um, which is like you know you you have a quite a huge Twitter following. Uh, you met a lot of friends there. What is your personal policy on hooking up with followers? I don't really. Um, it's blanket that's statement. A, that, like, that is a rule. One I of the rules. admittedly did dated someone I met on. No, we didn't meet on Twitter, but we like kind of connected through Twitter and mm. like that fact had nothing to do with it. Okay. That had nothing to do with it. Like it went fine. We broke up after a bit, but like honestly at this point it's a no. 
Um, because it's, I mean, I because hate of to, that experience kind of, no, or? not at all. Actually. It's more like, I hate to use the word parasocial, but mm. I've actually, I like go on Tinder occasionally. I'll like swipe right, left a bunch of times and be like, no, <laughs> but I've matched with people. Sometimes who will just send me one of my tweets. That's fucking, and, it's, and they think they're being like sexy or they're, they think it's like, like, uh, Oh, I know in. you. They right. think it's an in and it's a like, turn off. it's a huge turn off for me. It's like, you know, so much about me and I know nothing about you. That's not the right it's way for the, me to you know start the Sophie something. that I'm putting out there on Twitter. Not you know, like, like yeah. Sophie, and I like, I mean, there's definitely like, I'm a multifaceted being like, you know, Twitter is where I go shit posts. Right. Like, um, I think people who think I'm like hilarious all the time in real life. Like I'm not doing bits like when I'm with my friends or anything. That's not my vibe. But um, it just feels kind of weird and one sided when someone does that. Like, oh, I know you. I see your tweets and what you're doing, but you don't know who I am. It's like right. I, for me, that's not how I want to start a relationship. That's getting off on the wrong foot. It's completely no getting off on the wrong foot. Like I've had someone I dated kind of recently, like bring up later, like you know, I do know your Twitter, but they were like chill about. It. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, they weren't like, oh my god, like your Twitter's so funny. Oh my god, it was, it's Jill Slender. It's Jill Slender. Yeah. Like it wasn't that vibe, and I was like, that's okay. Like they didn't make a big deal about. They it. appreciate the work that you. They do, appreciate but they're not it. Like in it for like this idea of it, you that they have exactly. starts off digital. It was like, we kind of knew each other yeah. a bit more before they're like, you know, I do follow your Twitter. I hope that's not weird. I was like, Oh, well, like if, when you put it that way, like that's fine. You sure. weren't like, are your DMS like a fucking war zone? Like, is it, they're oh. closed. Yeah. Oh, they are. They're closed. Uh, that's a rule. That's a rule. So only people that, Wait, I do only people I follow. Yeah, only oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Wait, I followed to, you. Got it, got it. Got that's, yeah, yeah. that's like the that's the approval. That's it's the approval. The approval yeah. process, right? Definitely. I think um I've tried opening them up a couple times, and I was a little like feeling insane. And most of the time, it's kind of chill. But every now and then, there's someone who's just like being so fucking weird. And it's right. like. Honestly, it doesn't stress that. me. No, I don't need that. Like, if it's one less thing in my life that'll annoy me, then I'm just going to get rid of it. 100%. Have you ever, I mean, as, as a Fitz, as a Fitz enthusiast, a Fitz woman, have you ever dated a fashion girl? Fashion I have woman, not. Sorry. I have not, actually. Is that like uh, something that's attractive to you? Yeah, or someone just who like, like also never happened? appreciates big fits and makes an effort in like, yeah, like how they dress? I mean, is, I love is that. Is John's enthusiasm an attractive trait? It definitely is. Partner? It definitely is. I like someone I'm dating to like have at least some sense of style. Right. But I've never. Is that like a don't embarrass me thing, or is that that maybe a little bit? I mean, it's like it's nice, nice to see someone who like also enjoys a fit. You know, like it's like a shared thing we can have. You ever try to nudge them if they're not? Yeah, you were like, like, uh, oh, I got you. Uh, Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's never. I've never dated someone who's been like that. Okay, intensely like. Not into completely it. lost. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. But I not mean, like, it's sauce, not. Yeah. I'm not like searching out for fashion people. But it's like always kind of fun to like be like, oh, like, what do you think of this? Like, sure. oh, check out this thing I got. Like, it's a lot of well, fun. It's a shared me. interest. Right? It's a shared yeah. interest. Totally. To have that opinion actually matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I trust their opinion, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it can be emblematic of like, oh, you have like uh, interesting taste in this. That must mean that maybe you have interesting taste in like well, or appreciation art of aesthetics, or design, yeah. right? Just yeah. generally speaking, and just taste. like it's a tastefulness, which and like nice. appreciation. Period. It's fun to see someone who like has some sort of interest that like drives them a little bit. Right. 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 You absolutely. Know? Um, do you, maybe this is a reason why your DMs are closed, but like, do you ever deal with a lot of like amputee fetishists? Actually? Yes. And how do they like, how, yeah, what's dude, the they like lure you in. Really? They fucking lure you in. What? The, what? Okay. So I, my Insta DMs are open and I don't have as many Insta followers, so no, I'm not no, worried no, about yeah. it. And well, most of the time so it's just people it's like to change my friends. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like, okay, so I can think of two off the top of my head and both of them just kind of started off asking questions like hey i'm a, they would they both said they were recent amputees one of whom actually was one of who is not 
Oh, no one, no wow. one guy. Amputee, no, no. Cat, amputee catfish. No, wait, no. Actually, no. He said his friend was a recent amputee. Okay, and I'm like, okay, like, and I can't give like doctors advice. Sure. I can be like, you know, like, oh, like, but you're I open can to give, having a conversation. Yeah, I mean, like, and I've had a lot of conversations with people who it was helpful, and we like both like got something from it. Right. So there was this guy and he's like, Oh, like a friend of mine, like just had her leg amputated and she's struggling. It's like, okay, well I can't give you like serious advice, but like, you know, I can give you some coping vibes. And then he kind of led me onto this thing and he goes like, so who takes the leg off during sex? Oh, I was like, bitch, God. are you for fucking real? And I just blocked. I was wow. like, no more interaction. You didn't see that he was a fucking fetishist. Like, he just slid into it very yeah. cunningly, I have to say. And I was just like, Oh man, I got like caught, but so it's made me a little more careful about who I talk to, but like I can tell when someone's just kind of earnest about it. Right. I don't really mind versus being like, like just wanting something salacious that it tends to be like bank bank or whatever. Yeah, I think like I can kind of tell when it's immediately medical advice they want. Hmm. Um, for some reason, like I had this one woman be like, "Can I see the end of your leg, please?" I was like, "What? Whoa. No, fuck no!" Like that's super personal. That's super like, personal. That's, that's someone like, you'd have ne- never talked to before. Yeah, and she's like, and she got really mad when I wouldn't show it to her. It's like. Why would I show you like a very personal part of my For body? Sure. What yeah. the fuck? Like it's just, so it doesn't happen all the time, but it definitely has happened. Do you it's get uh, kind of on the flip side? Do you get like I know that you don't fancy yourself a spokesperson necessarily, but do you get like young people hitting you up just be like, "Hey, Sophie, like I look up to you. I think you're really funny. I like what you're doing. I think you're cool." And I'm like myself, I'm going through something and asking you for advice and help sometimes yeah i've definitely gotten people who like have been recently disabled being like how have you dealt with this and like i've been able to just give some advice like look this worked for me you know like obviously everyone right. copes differently but like kind of how i told you like you know find a support system right you know like trust that other people care and stuff like that like and it's i always i get nervous giving advice sometimes because like it's just thing like what if it doesn't help you know but ultimately i think something a little more general like just you know like I don't know. And it's different for everyone too. Yeah. I think like there's so many like ways to be disabled that sometimes it's like, look, like I don't have this exact experience. Right, so I exactly. can't yeah, yeah. totally give you advice that may or may not work. Yeah. But I've definitely had people reach out and be like, look, you know, I'm going through this thing and like, it's nice to see someone who's open about it. And like, that is why I'm open about it. Like, sure. it's nice to kind of like, I've written a few essays where I've gotten emails from people like, I really enjoyed this and it really helped me in a way. And like, that's that's how you want to like, like, like the work, let it speak for the itself. Work, let it, yeah. The work speaks for itself. Yeah. The work speaks for itself, for do, sure. Do you find yourself potentially, because we're talking about support systems and the fetishists and all that, do you find that there's people that like want to, that are attracted to you because they want to like save you or help you, which is like a parasocial, like in a different way, right? Like, does that happen? I actually really haven't had that happen. Okay. I haven't had a lot of savior complex people. Okay, there you go. Which yeah. is good. Um, I think, yeah, interestingly, not really. I think um, it really depends on like who you're talking to and stuff. But most of the time, I think people are more like, I think the one I get is like, you're so inspiring, mm. ultimately. Like, that's the one I get a lot. But um, Which, by the way, was your best headline, goat headline. Uh, I lost my legs and insert something inspiring here. You know, they actually, did you know that when you write a piece like that, that you don't choose the headline? I didn't, what, I didn't that write that line. Yeah. I but well, I mean like I thought bitch. that did a good job. I really liked it. But, but I was like, the title that one. you did pick is the title of your newsletter, which is Real Dumb Bitch Hours. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and was like, we gotta get the we gotta shoehorn the newsletter in here so we can name so we the, can the, podcast. So title the podcast after that. I Fucking literally banger. like honestly, <laughs> and I love leaning into the dumb bitch angle because in some ways I'm such a dumb bitch, <laughs> and I like I love that for me though. Right? Like yeah. I Live kind of, truth. In right? some ways, I'm just really fucking stupid. Real dumb bitch boss. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, dumb bitch boss. Exactly. Exactly. Like, and it's like, I used to be like, I'm kind of an idiot. I can't manage anything. It's like, everyone's kind of dumb in their own way. Yeah. You yeah. got to lean into it. Well, uh, last question on just fucking and sucking. Um, let's say that, you know, you meet a nice lady. Like, what's a first date with Sophie looking yeah. like? Oh my God. That's a really good question. Honestly, I'm like, uh, I don't like doing coffee. It feels like, cause I've also done coffee for like job interviews and right. I'm just like, that's so. Hey, but what is, it, what is what is the first, first date, date if not a job interview, interview right? Oh, that's true. That's true. I with a different type of payoff. You know what I'm saying? Tell me about I, your worst quality. Yeah. <laughs> my worst quality. Oh my God. I could tell so many things. I fuck too good. <laughs> <laughs> I care too much about making you come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so beautiful. And I'll just like yeah. lavish you. <laughs> yeah. We you do know? a dinner. We go on a Yeah. Beach, what's the vibe? Honestly. Does it depend on the person? It really depends on the person. It really depends on the person. Um, I have gotten better at being the one to be like, we should hang. I used to never make the first Oh, being more assertive. Being more assertive because it's like, you know, you could be talking for like two weeks. When are we going to fucking Is that the, a way you've always been? Is that something that happened after the accident or? Actually kind of after the accident. Really? Yeah, I think um, I used to be very, very passive when I was younger. Like, I think I would be like, because it was just like, I was kind of like, dealing with some shit and it was just like oh they don't like me it's like you don't fucking know that right you know that they're already talking to you just be like hey you want to like get some dinner or something yeah. like put yourself does, out there you got to put yourself out there like if you want to get it you got to put yourself out there period so, this is an incredibly loaded question but it sounds like uh you know how there's very much demarcation between like the before accident and after accident like was losing your legs in some ways maybe like good for you i honestly think like I dealt with some like mental health shit when I was younger and like I went on meds and stuff and it was good. But um, I think like having a year out just like completely fucking out was like um, really good for me. It kind of like realigned like your, your intention. It was like, what do I actually want to do? Yeah. Like you kind of need to sort it out. Sophie. and like, I knew I wanted to go back to New York it was like, how do I want to approach how I do with like friendships and romantic stuff and like how I navigate having a job and stuff like that. I really had to kind of figure that out. Like, have you, have you kind of had a similar experience with quarantine at all or, or no, honestly, it's just sucked ass, but um, <laughs> it's just naked sucked in ass front too. of a fan, <laughs> naked in front of a fan. Yeah, pretty much. But like, I think like after the accident, like, I think I just had more time to like, and not to sound hippy dippy, but like really center myself. And like, I think just be like, this is like, I get this one chance at doing shit. Like I need to like be gentle with myself sure. and like be able to like understand that like life literally comes at you really fucking fast Absolutely. and like understanding that and like leaving space for that with stuff I do. Right. Like I feel like I've gotten better at handling like curveballs in any way. Um, you're like what can't you like there's nothing you can't handle yeah it's like if right? i can handle point, like, like losing body parts i can yeah. handle like a breakup or i can handle like you know right. like a job thing so then through. then does that in terms of your personal life yeah do you find yourself maybe being cavalier in a way then with like relationships or stuff where you're like oh we're breaking up whatever like uh, i get pretty in my head about shit okay um but i've gotten better with that too i think like my friend made a really good point after like the first time I dated someone like post accident, they were really respectful and they were not pushy in any way. And that kind of got me really attached to them. And like, after we broke up, my friend was like, you deserve that from like literally everybody. Right. Yeah. Like this person, although like they had like a good spot in your life, like that in and of itself did not make them special. Sure. Like you deserve that from literally everyone. I was like, That's Oh cruising shit. Altitude. Yeah. That's what yeah, we That is Your cruising partner altitude. Being good to you is, yeah. should be the norm. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. And it's like knowing that it was like, I was kind of able to level up. Like this is so weird. Like I have a lot of friends who into like horoscopes and tarot and shit. Mm -hmm. I'm not like hugely into it, but I'm like open to it. My friend gave me this like 
ritual to do and you like write down the kind of things you want in a partner and i was like that is the best fucking idea like manifesting it in a way kind or, of manifesting or just things it. to look for i mean like in a way i feel that's like kind of what, manifesting. what was on that list because i yeah. feel like you know we have 18 million listeners uh not a lot of women but you know you never know. very few be, women by the there way there might really? be a, a, a lucky lady listening right now what was on your list of what you look for in a partner let's see um i mean just a lot of different basic forms of respect like understand my disability understands like i've had some stuff tough in the past they don't like you know bring it up or make it a thing right what else? It was kind of a long list and I'm totally blanking. <laughs> in like kind of same sense of humor vibes, like, you know, understands that like I doesn't follow you on Twitter. Right. <laughs> I honestly they could. But um, hey, you don't want to you don't want to excommunicate or, you know, uh, disqualify 30,000 people. Yeah, that's sure, 30,000 like, people to disqualify. Yeah. That's a lot. You <laughs> know, a, like there could be someone that's out there. That's a rapturing right there. <laughs> nothing to shake a stick at. I don't, sure. I don't necessarily need to be the Twitter person, in the relationship, right. you know, like if they also like have fun on Twitter, that's actually kind of cool. But I think like them knowing me from Twitter, first and foremost, that's a no. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I think like honestly, just like the different ways I kind of like want to be like treated nicely and like the kind of respect I wanted. And it was like a nice thing to do. It was like because I would just go into like, oh, they like me back. It's good. It's like, right. that's not how it fucking works. Yeah. You know, like you got to treat each other well and like understand how you want to be treated. Absolutely. You know. Well, one respect, of the, uh, you got to give it to get it. You got to you know? give it to get it. Exactly. And you got to know the type of respect the other person needs. Bingo. One of the uh, absolute, you know, I'm sure, I, I don't know if this is kind of an intention you set um, in your year in the hospital or year at home after the accident, but like you've just hit a major lifetime achievement, which is you are currently writing a book. I am writing a book. Which is, I mean, what can you tell us about it? Yeah, can you tell us anything? I can tell us some stuff. I mean, like I'm kind of, it's a novel. I wanted to write a novel since Fiction. I was about eight. I know people are kind of weird about that. Really? I love novels. I read mostly Why are novels. Weird about that. Yeah. They're, Do they think that like, you're going to tell like the Sophie? I think it's more story, impressive. Like, by some the way. people actually, a lot of people have literally been like verbatim. You should write an autobiography. I do not want to do that. Or like memoirs or whatever. Memoirs, whatever. Like I already lived my life, and some of it is suck balls. So like, why would I go and re? <laughs> right. Is there that? any uh, like it, it, is the novel heavily reliant or reliant at all on your personal experiences? A little bit. Um, it's not like auto fiction for sure. Like it's kind of like based a little, it's like based in San Francisco. It's about like a couple queer people. Um, so like, yeah, but what happens in the book, I've, it's like nothing I've done. Hmm. So, um, it's actually read it. You can read it. What's the timeline? Honestly, I'm not that far in, Okay, (laughs) but I've been like marinating over it for almost 10 years. So really? yeah, 10 years. This has been the idea. This has been this the idea. This is always going to be the book. Like this it's I'm going to be very slow with it, very intentional with it. I'm not and I'm not trying to be like a famous novelist. Like if the book flops, it flops. Right. You, you just want to do the damn thing. You're do well, you are doing the damn thing. I'm doing guys. it. What you did know? it what did it take to kind of push you over the edge? You know, to, if, if you've been mulling over it for 10 years, I think because uh, there were some starts and stops. And I think I'm just at a good start at this right. point. Like, I think um, one thing I really try to do is get to know the main characters. Sure. So then you hit this point where you can like, what would this person do in this situation? And, you right. know, yeah, yeah. like, you know them so well. It's like, well, they'd obviously do that. And I kind of finally hit that point where I just like felt I knew these two main characters so well. It's like I can actually like. You're like living, this. you're like living and breathing it versus yeah, pretty much. like forcing it. Kind of like what we're talking about with tweeting. Pretty much. Yeah. Scale, <laughs> pretty like, much. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Twitter of like yeah. a novel. Sure. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm a lot of my books are very well writing. I've been writing some sort of stories on them for years. Like it's always very character driven hmm. to me. And um, so knowing that I felt ready to like actually put these people in situations. Sure. It was like that was kind of the impetus. Um, but I mean, I've also... I actually talked to someone recently about like the publishing process and it sounds like fucking miserable. 
Like, well, I'm, I'm the only published author or... currently on this podcast, and I can know. tell you, you wrote my... a uh, picture book. Uh, no, oh it's my not god, a picture amazing. book. It was. Uh, you remember like uh, the fuck yeah Tumblr craze that was yes, happening? Yes. So myself and my buddy uh, sold fuck yeah menswear oh. uh, to Simon and Schuster, one of their imprints, and it was in Urban Outfitters, and you could probably still buy it because nobody bought the thing oh, no. when it came out. But my advice to you would be, yeah, don't do it. Yeah, I mean, but I'm really. I think you're in a better spot than I. I was. Honestly, <laughs> like, if it, I'm not totally. Take as the, as we get the, all the money up front. You want that? Advance. Yeah. They're like, do you want point? You like, do you want the royalties? And I'm like, this is never going to be on Oprah's book club or Reese Witherspoon's Instagram. I'll take all the cash up front, please. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm feeling. I mean, I think my thing is like, I don't want it to be like the book by Jill Slander. You know, mm. I don't want to, and like, I don't know. I want the book to stand on its own. Sure. To the point where I almost want to submit it to be published under a pseudonym. Really? Like, what, would your, what would your numb to Gare be? Yeah. I don't know numb yet. I don't know yet. I'm, I've am i been thinking about that. I have a few. but Rath I mean, I'm, Oh my God, yes. Um, I mean, I'm not there yet because the book is really not that far right. in. Like, it's it's taking some time. But I, I have been thinking about the process and how I want to deal with it. It's like, I don't want it to be like totally hyped up and either... And then have it either not be good and everyone's pretending it is. Right. Or like be really good, but it's like... Just want to put it out there and see I just want to put it out there. Genuine reception is. So you're exactly. managing your expectations. So it seems like you're a lot farther along than like every other, you know, perspective <laughs> writer out there. Or author, I'm just right? like, it, it's just like, if it sucks, I want people to be like, this is bad. And if it's good, I want, people, want people to say it's good. I want people to be honest with me. Like, it's it's like it's like this life project. So you're yeah, really doing it for you. I'm doing it for which myself. Which really is the best way that any art comes about, right? Versus trying to do it for other people or totally, who, you totally. Think people want. And right? I, I went to art school, lol. And um, <laughs> I was gonna say my condolences. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot. But I think when you're like 19 and you think you're doing it for yourself, you're not fucking doing it for right. yourself. You are That's a lie. Every you are technically yeah. an artist. I mean, you did put out a uh, augmented reality um, piece recently as part of this kind of like group exhibition as an artist and as someone in tech. How disgusted are you with the whole NFT phenomenon bubble? Oh, my God. You hate oh, it? my God. OK, well, I'm not going to pretend I know everything about it, okay. but get your money, <laughs> get your fucking money. Leave me alone. But I don't think it's groundbreaking or special. Huh. I don't think it's like the specialist new thing. Like it's R.S. so fucking. Commerce, it's right? artist I mean, commerce. Is, period. It's, it's commerce is commerce. Yeah. It's commerce is commerce. <laughs> yeah, no, right. you're like the only thing that you are. The only thing that is uh, extracted from the whole transaction is the the action of buying. Exactly. I mean, like I made some stupid joke of like it's me screenshotting your NFT. Yeah. <laughs> like what up, bitch? Like um, it's mine the fuck now. You gonna do? So that, it's not like, something can, that you feel like you want. You have no, any it's, way to doubt? No. I mean, like part of. Yeah. I mean, part of me is like I could probably make some cash money off of this. I just don't want to. I literally just Dust don't feel those like graphic it. design skills. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I was thinking, like, what if I made like a 3D scan of my prosthetic leg and sold like the 3D scan file I mean, shit, dude. to those fucking dudes in your DMs to yeah. the dudes in my DMs? I mean, like, you know, there's probably some horny people who want like a fake leg NFT. I don't know. But at the same time, it's like, do I actually want to do that? No, I don't. Right. Yeah. It's just like a funny idea. Like, I'm just like, I mean, like a lot of times, like, I don't feel like it is like the like, that's it for me. Like, if I don't want to, I don't want to. That's, fine. that's a yeah. fucking great philosophy that I feel like a lot of people could uh I mean, like, you don't have to yourself. always have an explanation. And if you do, yeah. you can keep it to yourself. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it seems like, you know, the, this uh, post-accident philosophy or mentality, it's really just like mental clarity for you. And, and is like as a as a Cali sober person, like does sobriety, like does that how long have you been sober for? Um, I have not been drinking for three years and I quit hard stuff for five years. 
but marijuana weed i have been known to take a weed <laughs> not too often not too often yeah. yeah what was your druggies period in life and was it biting a person in Bergheim? <laughs> it was I, I mean actually you know what i've done worse like i don't know i was <laughs> this like I, I was really on some shit in college i was on some insane you were, off, shit. Of, you were off a bean in <laughs> london town i'm off a breakfast bean yeah. oh my god actually it was like really fucking crazy in it but, um <laughs> like mad ting it was just like a thing of like everyone else is doing it i mean i love partying i love going out i love dancing and a lot of that was like you doing drugs while you're doing that right and i was sure. never like even remotely decent when i was on drugs it got to be kind of an issue and that's why i quit i was like yeah i'm really fucking some shit up for myself why like, did you bite someone in Bergheim? because he just picked me up don't pick me up oh right. so he was fucking assaulting he was you. fucking with me i was yeah, like no was, you don't no touch yeah i was like yeah and it was that just kind of like i didn't like make yeah. him believe but i was like kind of like don't fucking touch me i have a very big don't touch rule right um yeah i was kind of annoyed i mean besides that it was a fun night like <laughs> where'd, where'd, where'd i went you bite him in like his arm hard? Not like, to, I wasn't like, I mean, I wasn't drawing blood or anything. Right I wasn't out, like yeah. ripping a chunk out, although sure. I probably would have liked to, but you know, it's like, don't. <laughs> yeah. And he was probably on some shit where he thought that you were, you know, like on some like vampire, like yeah. uh drug Bergheim shit. Oh God. I mean, like, I don't even know what I took. Like, I mean, I kind of could suss it out. I was just like, I feel really fucking weird. <laughs> I got lost in the bathroom for a while. Cause have okay. you been? The bathrooms no. are huge. No, we have not been, but okay. we'd like to go. Um, we've gotten Larry go to Bergheim. This is the second Bergheim story that we've gotten on the pod. And the other one was like. The two guys from industry, like basically created industry while fucked up in Bergheim for three days. Oh, my God. I mean, like you stay there till like we left at like maybe seven in the morning. Nice. Yeah. And Which is it, early. Yeah, it was actually pretty early. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. we got there pretty early because we like wanted to not be in a super long line because mm. like the weird thing is like. Oh, you pulled like a 24 hour shift kind of. Something like that. What was but your I mean, fit? Because obviously like that's a huge thing to get in is you can't be like too fashiony or too cool. Right? Okay. Actually, my friend got us in with her shoes, which are like, you know, those kid light up shoes that yeah. you get. She had LA like an adult. Or whatever. She had like oh, an adult Tiger pair of those. Or Tiger's an ambassador. <laughs> Literally, she had like these like adult version of the light up shoes. She always had like the best <laughs> outfits ever. There's like totally insane. And the guy at the front was like, yeah. And like, sure, we had not. one girl who like spoke German among all of us. And we like go in and you're supposed to be like really quiet in line, which makes it boring as fuck. Right. Like, so if the line's long, you're like, okay, I'm just standing here. So we're like kind of quietly filing like, yes, bitch. As soon as we get around the mm -hmm. corner and the German speaking girl's like, yeah, he loved your shoes. Like he basically <laughs> got us in. It was amazing. Your children's shoes got us into your literal the most child adult shoes. place on earth. Thank you, Tyga. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. It was like crazy. I loved Berlin though. Like, um, it's actually like if I really just couldn't vibe with New York, it's like the one place. I oh, would really? Yeah. Berlin's amazing. I love it. It's like, I mean, it's cheaper. Sure. Well, I mean, for what's sure. more expensive? What's everyone, more expensive? everyone speaks English. San Francisco. Yeah, right. And I think there's like, from the people who I know there, it seems to be less like careerist actually. Like there's not the whole, hmm. like, what do you do first and foremost? Like when you're like, not paying as much for stuff. You can just kind of chill and like pursue other shit and not be like working and working and working right, right, all right. the time. Which First like, question is where do you get those children's shoes? Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, I mean what like drugs you have on you. Yeah, for real. But like, um, yeah, I think like honestly, if New York just did not cut it for me after a while, I think Berlin would be, That'd the be next on the hit list. That'd be next on the hit not list. Bad. Which Another... like I don't think it's actually gonna happen, but like, you right. know, it's in the back Maybe. of my head. It's know. there. It's there. I mean, Berlin winters off. I don't know. I guess New York London winters, winters though. Yeah. I have to say another kind of thing that you kind of excise cut out of your life is like influencer Instagram shit. Like it was that bad for your mental health. Like why did you kind of like, I mean, yeah, with it? not in a, in kind of a, like, I wish that was me way, but in kind of a, like, shut the fuck up way too. Hmm. Shut the fuck up! Like, yeah. what do you, it's just like, I get for a while I was going for like a Miriam Nasir's a day look back when I was like super femme, which like ended in a single day. By right. the way. Um, <laughs> 
And when you stepped into uh, H&M and you're like, damn, they got sweats here. It was like, I literally woke up one morning. It's like, I hate all my clothes. Right. And that wasn't probably because I'd thrown down for some shit. Sure. But, um, yeah, it, I would just be like looking at these Instagrams of these girls and they all look the same, which like, you know, if, I mean, like it's That's influencer like, culture. It's right? influencer culture. It's like they're all really fucking skinny, really model fucking culture. tan yeah. model culture. Like I'm not a model. Like I don't look like that. I never will. I'm never going to be able to f- afford like a thousand dollar bag multiples. Sure. You know, I'm not going to get sponsored by people like I would I would never do a sponsorship or anything. That's not really my vibe. Like unless no, you're it, I talking mean, to two shills. We yeah. shill I love that, though. One, that I, res- is, I respect your point of view for, from uh, as an individual. I wouldn't yeah. want to NFT it. those legs. Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, that's we, we true. Can post about them. So, so the, this this idea of like you know, you know, body image and all this like so this is 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 that something that changed because of the accident as well? Yeah, like, it actually kind of did. Like I had like clarity. some major body image stuff when I was younger. I was just like, oh, I'm never gonna look good. I'm never gonna look the way I want to. But like after the accident, it's like, hey, like I'm fucking alive. Right. I'm literally physically alive, and like, damn, like that's lucky as hell. Sure. Like and like you know, I I think I actually started. I'm not like a total like green juice person for sure. Like, but I kind of, you know, I was like, look, I need to like kind of keep myself strong and stuff. I need to exercise a bit. It's like a feedback. You're not going loop. full YOLO. I'm not going full YOLO, but I'm not like, you know, totally doing like the moon juice thing. Either, right. You know, I'm not like reishi mushroom You're not killing yourself tincture. to be some version that, you know, you think you need to be. Exactly. I mean, I've kind of let go of that. Like, I think that's a big thing is like, I've let go of feeling like I need to be a certain way. I'm did literally you, just vibing. Did you feel like uh, Tony Soprano coming out the hospital where he's like, every day is a gift? Kind of, kind of. you still feel that way? Um, I mean, like, honestly, not every day is a gift, period. But like, <laughs> you know, some days just kind of suck because we're all human. Yeah. But I think I'm able to deal with that. I think I'm able to be like, oh, if I feel bad, like, I'm not always going to feel bad. Like, right. you know, this is actually temporary. Whereas if you talk to me like five years ago, it would have been like, I'm always going to feel like this. Like, I think the understanding that life and emotions and the way things work fluctuate constantly and just being open and understanding of that is really important. I want to ask a question about something that I know makes you feel good, which is pants. Okay. Okay. <laughs> fucking yes. love pants. She's a pants woman. What All is, my friends are like pants bitch. What is <laughs> pants boss? Pants, pants boss. What is your current pants rotation? Oh my God. Okay. It's, I've been calling it down a little bit. I've been calling it down. Um, I have a big palace to donate and sell actually, but I've got, I've been into more kind of tailored menswear shit. Oh, like trousers. Kind of trousers. I'm Pleats? a trousers girl. Pleats. Hell yeah. But like not cut in a way that's super feminine, which okay. is a little hard to find. Yeah. Um, I guess you could you buy men's trousers, right? I can't really, really fit small. into them. Oh, okay. I'm little. Yeah. Um, which sucks is like a big fucking bane of my existence. You need like a good tailor. I, I have a pretty good one, but I think like there's been some good stuff I found. Like there's some brands I've really been into that have some good stuff, um, but they're pricey. Sure. Is there not some like tomboy brands like kind of like, uh, or, like or gender, like, a, like genderless yeah. fashion? Genderless shit's always like, entire like world, right? Yeah. It's like their whole thing is genderless. So much genderless stuff is just like gray sweats though. Yeah. I'm just like, that's just, You're I can also advanced. buy that at Hanes. Yeah. You know, like I, yeah, I think like, <laughs> your I look biggest like fan, your biggest emailer, <laughs> literally like come back to me. Um, I, I look like kind of, dapper i guess sometimes like that's kind of a vibe rakish yeah a little bit that might be like you know that you know that that london influence right oh totally you know totally are addressing the lads when you post the fit pics yeah i would kill for a several suit actually i would love (laughs) that i would love to go and get measured do some sponsored content like Lawrence and I we are we are literally in the midst of doing some very cool very tasteful sponsored content so that we can get free made to measure suits (sighs) oh my god oh my god you might have to see I'm dying I'm dying once you fucking hack into the matrix right and you get past the fucking monoculture of every woman just every influencer just being like some ethically ambiguous like skinny bitch 
Come run with come run with the big dogs. I might have to. I might have to. Honestly, we have we have a guy. We now have a guy, oh, uh, and God. we should introduce you to yeah. that to said guy. Yeah. Might have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the dapper shit is a like tucked in, like buttoned down, nice pleated pants, and then like honestly, like I got some like I've been wanting some like boat shoes. Actually, thinking going a little preppy this summer, but like Ooh. thinking I'm kind of not a fan of the prep. But I think I a personally little think there's lightweight. A, there's a okay. cool. There's a cool way to do it or make it your own way. Totally, you can pull it off without being like full on preppy prep. Yeah. Well, that's sure. kind of the vibe. Preppy dudes, it's more like pre- like preppy men, preppy white men, kind of had this like evil aura about oh, them. Oh, they're so evil! I'm preppy scared women, of them. Preppy women, they're just colonizers. Yeah, and exactly. like, fuck, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you know, they're just plotting um, how to take over, you know, various islands in the tropics. Um, well, instead of boat shoes, maybe it's like a, a Timberland Three Eye Lug or something. I'm going to uh, send you some links. Send me or, some links. Send me can, some links. I have the privilege of being able to d- DM you, so I'm going to send you some stuff. Please do. <laughs> Get you on the right. Track. I love a link, Sophie. Uh, you know, you talk about kind of like Sophie versus Jill Slander, like. How do you describe the separation between the two, between Sophie the human and Jill Slander, the Twitter goddess? That's a really good question. And it's something I kind of like, I won't say grapple with, but I think about more often. I think like, I'm kind of, I mean, I honestly am a little funnier on Twitter. Like Twitter is where I go when I have a dumbass fucking joke. That's yeah. where it goes. And like obviously you wouldn't say yeah, with the homies at the bar. I and mean, like I might, but it's like, you know, it's like a between friends thing. I can get a little weirder and a little darker, a little more personal. Like sure. with Twitter, I definitely... Hold off on the more personal shit lately. Mm-hmm. Like there's some stuff like you actually don't need to post that. Right. You know, like I have an alt, which oh. I do have an alt. How spicy is the alt? You know, it okay, this is actually so weird and like way too online of me. But okay. like I had one and like last night I'm in a new one because the old one had too many followers. And I was like, <laughs> I can't get spicy anymore. Wow. The new one's got like 15 an Embarrassment right now. of riches. You're so like, you're too influential. It's for like your own when good. you're like, I can't post this on my alt, you need a new fucking alt. Yeah. Wow, you need a new fucking alt. So now there's like 15 on the new one and I like it that way. Jeez, I can't followers. imagine what's booga. Off the, the record, can, maybe maybe we can get the, the privilege of peeping that. Yeah, I'm whatever sure the draft, whatever the drafts are, level. whatever the drafts are, the alt. That's what we need. Oh, to the alt on. drafts. I mean, <laughs> there aren't really a lot yet, but like the alt drafts. Well, it's brand new, like, right? It's been it's alive for twelve. The old hours one is like I'm just abandoning it. It's kind of nice to have it there, but I'm just abandoning sure. it. Sophie, there's uh, we've covered a lot of topics that people might consider taboo, and you know we're very brave that we were able to kind of approach these topics with you. Here's, so here's a topic that here's a topic that uh, will is still taboo in you know Western society um, for whatever reasons. But, you know, I, I think over this past summer, at least there's kind of been like chipping away at it because it is important to know. Question here, Sophie, is how much money do you make? How much money do I make? Yes. It fluctuates a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm a freelancer. OK. Yeah. Do you prefer much- that flexibility? Yes and no. Mm. Um, basically, uh, the nice thing about freelancing is I pick my projects. Um, you I turned down a lot of projects. Uh, I yeah, actually, like it's a thing of like sometimes like it doesn't work out between the two of us. Sure. Like you don't have what we need, and I'm not like getting what I need from you. But it's really sick to be able to be like, just like this sounds really cool. Like here's what I can do right. for you, and like making it work out. I'm working on a really sick project right now, which I can't go into unfortunately. But it's like pretty big, and like the people I'm working with are great. Like the whole thing is like shaping up really, really good. And it's like honestly kind of sick to be able to like have reached out and like, you know, communicated that like I am eventually going to look for a full-time job. Oh, I yeah. think, yeah, I think Is honestly necessity because it's New York or New York insurance sure. Need insurance <laughs> on us. Oh yeah. yeah. I guess oh, you're not getting emblem health silver. I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. I mean like I'm still on my parents insurance very luckily, but that's not going to be forever. Right. Um, and it's like, honestly, like I can be kind of messy and shit with like my scheduling, like right now with freelancing, like you at least do a podcast in the middle yeah, of the day, you can do a podcast <laughs> in the middle of the fucking day. Um, but it's, it's kind of nice to set your own schedule, but I'm also really fucking bad at that. Yeah. I'm, I you, can you, be like, I, I'm someone personally, it's like where I 
crave structure totally because um, without it it's you know it's like chaotic as shit and like i do get my shit done on time but sometimes it's like you could have done that yesterday sure and i think like as much as i don't necessarily want it i need it like some structure do you not have any, do you not have any sort of routine like outside of like the the you know fluctuating hours i mean hours? um i don't really like i wake up on time i go to bed on time most of the time but like um in general i try to like you know get at least like five hours of work in a day mm. six um, so I'm a little, so we're doing about right a now. week, I would say. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm killed. <laughs> a good week. Yeah. In a good one. It's a very productive week. Yeah. It's like, weirdly, I think like the thing about what I've been doing is like recently, like I've been doing all this really difficult coding shit mm. and getting so much better at it that now it takes me less time to do it. And I Yo, don't build for many good. hours. You're too good. And it's at like shit. Job. I literally like, was like this fucking JavaScript algorithm is going to take me six weeks. It took me like three days. I was Damn. like, Okay, you, but but did you tell the client six yeah, weeks and you just like, had like bill you for six five and a half weeks? Just I was to like, fuck off. Well, you know, yeah. like, but I mean, like ultimately, like freelancing pretty sick. And I'm still, I mean, I have the most horrendous imposter syndrome still. Really, is the one thing. Welcome like, to the club, sister. Yeah, oh, I know, right? Like, I'm surprised it, that's something that you haven't moved past. I mean, we're talking about all the clarity and the things that you have been able to kind of like, you know, uh, this old version of you that you're like, you know, what, I've, I've moved past this, but that still exists. It's yeah, it's weird to me too. It's like the one thing that's Man, like a li- big. It's like the thing. That's like the and, final boss to beat is the imposter syndrome. And it's funny because like I've like fucked up a little bit at work, but I've never like fucked up. Right. I've never like blown up a project or anything. And I've like kind of got harder on yourself than any client would be. Oh, totally. Like the amount of times I've had to text or like send an email where it's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's not done. They're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Right. I, hey, I, I, I'll, like, you I'll know, you craft the yeah. email like Whatever. super intensely, and they're just like, okay, so like, I also yeah. don't give a shit about this. It's just a <laughs> yeah. job. They're literally just like, get it done at some point, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. But yeah. um, I mean, I've gotten better at being like gentle with myself. Like, you're still a human, you're going to fuck right. up a Absolutely. little bit. Just being upfront about like, if you can't deliver on time or whatever the hell. What do you, uh, what do you like to spend your money on? Because like, the walks are free. The walks right? are free. Mm-hmm. Jacob Reese is free. Jacob Reese is free. H- what do you like? These are five bucks. Yeah. What do you like to spend your money on? Books and clothes, period. That's it. Like, like expensive rare books? No, just books. Expensive books. rare clothes. I read a shit ton of expensive rare clothes. Occasionally. What was the last expensive rare John you bought? Oh my god, what is it? I mean, my bag. Yeah. Oh, is that the? It's a the bush bar. with Ooh, the Birkin. Oh, how it. did we forget that in the fit check? Oh, how fuck. honestly, you know what? Hand up. That's, that's on sexist. Us. That's that's that is not professional. That should have been in the fit check. Look Sorry. what you did. Damn. Fuck. Uh, uh, Sophie, my last question is. Um, you know, you are a absolute Twitter titan, right? So if we if we could hand the keys over to our Twitter to you, we would. Um, unfortunately, we, that would be a shame to uh, R. Kelly. <laughs> name of our intern is literally R. Kelly. Oh my god! I love um, Kells. Last question: How would you promote your episode on Twitter? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! You know, I don't know yet. I'd have to see. Well, you're not going to get to listen to it ahead of time because nobody. <laughs> We're does. not going to run it back. Oh, okay. Um, because, so are we uh, promoting like before it comes out or when? No, no like when the it day the comes day out, it drops, it drops yeah. at midnight on Anchor.fm. Um, how are we going to sell this? Are we going to be like, yeah. you know, like the, the intro up top, we're going to have a little audio clip of that. Okay. Uh, we're going to have Lawrence and I from our personals. We're going to have like kind of bullet points of like our personal highlights. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take, we're going to take this, a, 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 about that. A, a, a I've, I've seen, pick. I've seen. Yeah. yeah, okay. right. you're, yeah. you're familiar with, I'm familiar with procedure. it. I've seen it, what, what, yeah, I guess what would you, what, what do you think we should highlight about? you and the amazing conversation and how and how are you going to promote this how am i going to oh you know you know me it's it's obviously obviously are you kidding me 
Um, so I mean, honestly, back. it's going to be one of those tweets where it just comes to me. Oh yeah. The, it, like the You're tweets come and like the shoot from the, the street. Hip. The best ones are when I shoot from the hip period. All right. Well, truth. well, speaking of tweets, where can the kids follow you on Twitter, yeah, plug Instagram, shit. plug your shit. What do you want to promote? Okay. Twitter is Jill Sander, J I L underscore slander. Classic follow elite follow. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely elite. If I might say so myself, yes. your um, favorite prestige follows favorite prestige follow. Goddamn yes. motherfucking right. And let's see, Instagram is Sophie Health underscore because mm. there's one more Sophie Health in the world and she got the non underscore one. I was like, are you for fucking real? It's a killer. Yo, She's, this could be, you could like play the card. This I could, could be like, be like, be like, slip her a little Venmo does request. She, does she post often? Is she, no. Like, Go hit up Instagram. I might have to. I might you have to. You might have to hit her with the sob story. You might have to manipulate this poor woman. Like you don't understand what I've been through. <laughs> yeah. I deserve to be I'm to so be inspiring. popular. I'm so inspiring to you. Everyone needs to know how inspiring I am yeah. on the internet. Huh? I need this for my platform. Ex- oh, God. Platform. And you're just, exactly. just getting fits off. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. My platform. No, but and what else? The uh, newsletter. Newsletter is dumbbitchhours at substack.com. <laughs> Love it. As you know. And that's kind of all I use right now. Yeah. Yeah, and that's about just, it. Uh, follow you on those oh. platforms to see your writing yeah you'll, you'll so yeah um and also sophiahealth.com what was that sophiahealth.com sophia so- yeah that's my real name sophiahealth.com was taken okay um jesus i know right come on man life is just fucked you over just yeah i just want a little internet link god damn it <laughs> i know damn yo but, you, you want to code the next throne fits uh website be happy to. Hell are we yeah. on fucking like Squarespace? Uh, Shopify. Shopify. Oh <laughs> man, I've had to use Shopify. It sucks ass. Like when you, from a coder perspective, it sucks ass. Well, it to helps us with. sell t-shirts. Well, so. it, there are a lot of hidden fees with Shopify that <laughs> I have spring up this. two or three months later. Let me oh, tell you that. God. No, I mean like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like on those two on the internet. And if you go to sophiahealth.com, it's got links to like my Insta, oh, my yeah, yeah. Oh, writing. That's the, that's so the like, if you need HQ. like some links, that's there. The there we go. It's really simple, and I did code it myself. You can draw on it with your mouse. Oh, oh yes, that's right. You, we, we were uh, when we were doing our pre-production, we were going to it, and for whatever you got like a virus alert. But I was like, oh no, this is when cool. I click draw on. Okay, for some reason, email. it's been doing that. I need yeah. to go in the back end and fix that. Actually, yes. thank yeah. you for the reminder. That is what you I need for to, a living. Yes, it is. I need to like five and a half weeks free since yeah. you got the six week job done in three days. I drew a penis. That's what. That's right where <laughs> that's I what went everyone does. I'm a, I'm a child. Do you see the um, drawings? No, I don't. Unfortunately, that would be. Amazing. Yo, you should I'm NF- trying to figure out how. Your, you should NFT your penis drawing. Well, now it's now it's in the fucking ether, dude. Oh man. No, I I Sell think like, if I knew how to do that and I could probably figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I think I would just need to sit down and be like, Can't how even imagine what people are. That would be like you don't tell them and you're like collecting this and then boom. Ooh. It's like I see you little freaks. Like, oh fucking God. little FBI agent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. A thousand penises. <laughs> Literally like Jonah I mean Hill's like a couple titties, you know. Hill sketchbook in a super bad. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, exactly. No, I've I've definitely had people like send a screenshot of like a dick they on my website i'm like you know what i i asked for that respect yeah respect all right sophie with the world thank thank you for coming on the only podcast that matters chef so much for having me requests yeah what do you want music do you want outro music music? oh my god totally totally do you know the song inspector norse by todd terrier no but that's well you should chef definitely knows it chef slap on that inspector terrier sophie thank you again thank you so thank you so much for having me of course